Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stevens. Joining me in studio today, after making his Bomber B debut last Saturday night, we welcome in our good friend, Mr. Kenny, a.k.a. Skinny Roth. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How you doing? How you feeling? Feeling good, man. Glad to have you back in studio. Um, different kind of show last week. I apologize for the way I sounded and for the shorter show last week, but um, we got a full show for you. Plenty to talk about. Kenny's going to give us his insight into his race, the Bomber B30, which was a very good race. We're going to talk everything New Smyrna here in the first part of the show. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Martinsville and what went down with all three top NASCAR series in attendance. There's a lot to digest there. So we'll get to that in the second half of the show. And of course, we'll have our power ranking updates. We'll have fantasy advice and around the state because there was a lot of racing to be had this weekend. Oh, uh, yeah, there was a lot of racing going on, and uh, New Smyrna was a wild night of racing. It really was. You know, I I, I saw everybody's posts. Um, I, I got a lot of feedback about what the event was on paper, and I, I'm just not going to – I'm not going to let what it looks like dictate how it's going to be because I, I know there was no late models, there was no modifieds, there was, you know, no quote-unquote main event, but damn, was it full of action. The Bomber Bees was the main event. No, the Bomber Bees were the main event, but but some people <laughs> can't accept that. You know, some people don't believe that Bombers should be able to be main event status. And, and I just, I think that's the wrong way to look at it, especially for, it's not like this was Governor's Cup or World Series. I mean, it's just a weekly show. You know, any division in my mind can be the highlight of a weekly show. Oh, definitely. I mean, all of us that were out there Saturday had the same passion that I guarantee you all these big, super late model tour mod teams have so i think we all deserve to be the main event at least it, once a year yeah. right so it it was the bomber bees time to shine and i believe in my opinion it looked like it was a great race from my view and from watching speedway video it looked like a great race from the fans view well it really was and we'll break it down um kind of lap by lap here in a minute but i want to at the top of the show, I want to give you a chance to tell us what it was like from from the driver's seat. I mean, you, you've had a couple of races. You've driven a super stock. You've driven a bomber. But those cars haven't been yours. You haven't been able to really go out there and, and do what you want with them. This car was yours, and you got to shine in it. So tell us about your night behind the wheel. Oh, it was an eventful night. I mean, this, like you said, it was my time to drive my own car. It's it's. I've driven a sofa stock. I've driven a bomber A, and I don't think I'm very good in the front wheel drives. They seem to me they're a little more out of control when they're going into the corner, and I haven't mastered that sliding of the butt wanting to go and everything. So, and then the super stock that was just a wild ride in general. Just the, the speed of that car, and that car just was like a Cadillac. But r driving in my own car, I. Was a little nervous at first because it wasn't a proven car. It's never been out on the track. We built it from scratch, and uh, it was just exciting to go out there, and it did everything that it needed to do. I'm a little down on horsepower, but that can be worked out with tuning of the uh, suspension and stuff like that to get better driving and everything. And I believe that it was a top-five car, and I had a blast out there, and I got to be a little bit more patient and not look in the mirror like some people said for some weird reason. I was really nervous staring in the mirror and I got spun out and it was kind of both of our fault. We both kind of were hard racing and I had a blast. Well, 
you, you obviously I follow your your Facebook page, so I was seeing all week the progress that you made on the car. Uh, you weren't able to make it in to do a show last week because you were getting it wrapped. You were working on the finishing touches, and then you were having problems. Like one day you were ready to sell the thing, the next day you were fixing it, the next day something else happened. You're ready to be done with it, and then you're able to get there. You got on track. You qualified fourth. So from everything you were telling me, it was kind of like, well, Kennedy's going to be there, but he'll be, you know, kind of towards the back. And, and that's the expectations you, you set for me, uh, just going in after, you know, doing my research and, and thinking about who's going to be a factor. So when you qualified well, I was like, damn, he really underestimated underestimated himself. Then you go out there for the race and you're running fourth, fifth, battling with, with Bromley. Now, the top three, they were kind of in their own zip code all night long, but you and Bromley were having a hell of a battle, and looks like you you got up high, and you, you you guys gotten into it a couple of times. And when he got to your 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 quarter panel there and got into you, he just he leaned into you and, and sent you around. How did you save that thing? Uh, I just pretty much I just was going and it just spun around on me, and I locked up the brakes, and then I just was thinking, put your head against the seat and wait for the impact of the wall because I thought I was going into the wall and then I started pumping the brakes and I guess just pumping the brakes. I got brand new brakes on it, so I'll... They worked. Yeah, it stopped because I even watched it and then, like, I knew that uh, the Spears Brothers pit was right there, so I was... I thought maybe I had a flat tire or something because it just had a weird shake. So I kind of, that's when you, you said in the videos, looking for someone to turn around. I was just driving down to their pit stop. Oh, so they I was going down it. there and I was like looking at them and they were like, you're good. And that's when I finally spun around. But the, the guys had to come back around and everything. And Rick said that he was looking in his mirror as he was going off in the three and he just seen my number 80 sideways. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I shouldn't be seeing that part of the car. He's like, hang on, buddy. And then he came around and I was good. So... Uh, it was an eventful, fun experience. I mean, I didn't want to wreck my car on the first night, but I didn't really wreck it. It was just got a little hole in the wall in the door, but it's sheet metal, so I can fix that in a well, heartbeat. You were up in the mix for sure. Did, oh, did yeah. you surprise yourself a little bit with how oh, fast yeah. you were and, and oh, how well was, it ran? Yeah, when I seen the uh, uh, lineup, I was like, man. I don't know if I want to start up there. I was like, I know how this is because every race that I've start started, the people lock up somewhere. Somewhere in front of me locks up their tires going into one. So I was like, man, I'm going to be right in the middle of this. But then I was like, well, Rick's right in front of me. I know Rick's not going to lock up. Rick's going to go into the corner the way Rick does. His car is just like set up wise is above all of our cars for being what kind of car it is and everything. So uh, I knew he was going to go into the corner and do fine. So I just sent it and had a blast. Well, it, it amazes me how many times we see people going to turn one or on the first lap. We can't get through the first lap. And it's, it's amazing how many times we see people lose the race on the first lap because you definitely can't win it. You know that. And we saw a couple of examples of that on Saturday. People just being silly on lap one, which we'll, we'll talk about the super stocks in a minute here. But, um, yeah, th that's a good point, how you were kind of like, well, I, I don't want to throw it all away here on the first lap, but you, you stayed in your position and, and ran well. I mean, I, I think you turned some heads, and if if what you're saying is true with the car not being fully tuned up yet, yeah, this guy's better watch out. Oh, I'm I'm excited. I mean, with it, I mean, this car is totally stock. Everything on the car is what it comes like, and I know there's some things that you can do to the car within within the rules, and it's just a matter of we want to go out there and see what it could do. And I drove it, and the car is like 
so much easier to drive than I expected. I mean, it goes in a corner and it wants to just go around the corner. It, the tires, it does eat up the tires. That's, that's one thing I'll agree with. Frank was talking about like the tires. I mean, I burned through a tire on mine. I, yeah. Yeah. My well, tires, well, that's but, why your, your all's race was 30 and not yeah, 40 or 50 or whatever. But then you got Rick out there with six race tires and just driving away. And like I said, he lost his power steering. And if he didn't lose his power steering, I think it would have been in a different race. Cause, uh, I know Ben was coming and Ben had that little car wound up going. He did. But I think if Rick didn't lose his power steering, it probably would have been a different race. Well, I, I will say, um, very surprised with, with our winner. Not not to say, you know, lack of effort from the Bob and Ben say have been working on their their cars when, whether they were bomber A's or bomber B's. Um, they've been around the last couple of years just to th- those guys were sitting in the stands and they heard me say, you know, this bomber division is a good way to break into racing. So they went out, got a bomber A, they you know, did the bomber A thing for a little while, then transitioned over to the bomber B's. And Ben's had that Mustang out there the last couple of years. And he's had a couple of podiums because there hasn't always been the car count, uh, not to discredit their efforts again, but just, you know, he's had some good runs, but he's never been a threat to win. So I'll be honest with you. I did not have Ben on my radar as somebody who was going to win this race. You know, we saw John win the big race last year, get his first win. We saw Frank get his first win at, at World Series after Noah had got his first win and had it taken away because he didn't go to Tech. And then he didn't show up this week, which was weird. Um, and then we saw Daniel Bromley get his first win. So we're seeing these new faces. So I guess it's not completely shocking that somebody new got their win. But honestly, Ben Say was not the guy I was expecting to win. Were, did that surprise you that the, the Mustang went out there and beat all the Crown Vicks? Uh, not really because it's pretty much a uh... – Crown Vic on a smaller body, I mean, but six-cylinder, I mean, all the other components, I mean, like John Gross says, is the Crown Vic is the crew cab Mustang, so it didn't surprise me at all because he's a lot lighter. I mean, yeah, he might be out house uh, horsepowered, but when he goes into the corner, if you watch him go into the corner, he was wherever, he, was he, yeah, wherever yeah. he wanted to go on the corner, he could go. If I was kind of dedicated at the bottom because that's where I felt comfortable, I haven't yet got comfortable where i can swoop it in i know in qualifying i uh i'll have to give a lot of credit to uh rick's uh son uh jordan gaither he like helped me out with my tires like all all day and all night and just made sure i had a great setup in my car because we had a little chatter at first and i was thinking oh what's wrong so he just started adjusting pressures and i got rid of the chatter and he said he's like quit sailing or quit diving in at the end of the corners i was like yeah, you right, really so, gotta roll the corners yeah, so i just that's when qualifying if you saw i sailed it in and in the second lap i think i just was like oh that's because the second lap was slower than my first lap. yeah you were yeah, you, so. you, you kind of tried a little too hard on the second <laughs> yeah. lap, but that's that's my other thing is I, I overdrive. I gotta learn how to conserve. I'm just balls to the wall out there, and it's like and a lot of it. You're trans- learning, yeah, yeah. A lot of it transfers from my video game, and as I play a lot of video game like Simmon and stuff, and in Simmon you got a little bit more leniency, and I'll, that's why I kind of like when I had a chance to go, I went and I kind of leaned on somebody a little too much and stuff. So I apologize to everybody that I kind of ran into, but it's just sometimes 
that's what happens in racing. Yeah, you had a couple of run-ins trying to work your way back up through the field, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, I know uh, me and Megan had a little door-to-door action, and uh, I went and apologized to her, and she got me back. So I guess you could say we're even. I mean, I ain't got. I don't think I should expect any smashing of me unless I do it again. And then Dom, I just felt so bad for Dom. He just kind of was out there. Ri- I mean, he was he was doing good riding in where he was, and it was just. I guess I was just a little bit more faster going in than him. And well, and he got no practice. I, yeah. I didn't even know that was him until we started the race. He's to be honest just with typical you. Dom yep. shows yep. up at six thirty o'clock. He goes, <laughs> yep. So, um, and like I guess he just woed up faster than I was going to woe up, and I got into his uh, bumper and kind of pushed him, and then I was like, oh, I felt so bad, and I locked it up, and then that's when uh, Megan, I guess, decided that was her chance to get me back and stuff, so it didn't really, it was just fenders, I mean, I got wrinkles, I got my tire marks on there, I can, now I can officially say that if I want to get rowdy, I can get rowdy, you know, (laughs) because I don't have a wrinkle. Well, it was fun to watch you come back up through the field. Honestly, um, throughout the whole night, and, and we'll recap the rest of the races here in a minute, but uh, the bomber race was the best overall race. I mean, we had a couple of spins, some good battles, uh, a lot of contact, uh, but it wasn't a crazy race. It's not like a whole bunch of people just wadded up some stuff. Um, we, we, we saved that for the other classes. Um, in my opinion, probably one of the best overall bomber B races. And then with the, the tire thing coming into play, um, those that were able to best manage their tires seem to have the best finishes, and uh, we we had the upset winner. So I, I I really I'm I'm looking forward to the Bomber B class the rest of the year. I think we got a good thing going with it. Oh, definitely. I mean, how many there was seventeen cars signed? Seventeen in showed on, up. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I know some people have some overheating issues because they are big old cars, and yep. that's just the nature of what we're going to be dealing with, with all of our cars and stuff. So, but I think the bomber B's is kind of took the place of the bomber A's because the bomber A's has their own little thing going. And it seems like it's like a different thing happening with them. And I understand their gripe and all that and stuff. Yeah. I I understand. We're going to deal it. We're going to deal with it this weekend. I'm, I'm excited to see how it transpires and everything. So, Hey, if there's only 12 cars this week, then those 12 cars will go out and put on a show. And I I honestly think that whole thing is going to calm down because yeah, because it's just, you're just, you're either going to run yourself off because you don't like the rules or it's going to just work itself out because we, get ourselves in the parameters of the rules. But anyways, bomber bees that yeah. they could have a 24 second rule. I was watching lap times oh, and no nobody would be in pro would have a problem. Cause they're yeah. all above 24 seconds. Cause those yeah. cars are big don't and heavy. Be, yeah. Don't be putting the rules. On listen, those. listen, it's not me. Okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you gotta blame the saying. announcer. The announcer is the one that does all the calls and nope. everything. Nope. So. But the announcer also, <laughs> if the announcer doesn't believe in the rules and goes up there to announce a race and thinks the rules are stupid, guess what kind of message that sends? Yeah. So I'll leave it at that. All right. So, um, <laughs> you know, the announcer's in it for a good time. Let's let's be honest. Yeah. Um, one other thing on the Bomber Bees, uh, and then we'll we'll go through the, the results and, and the rest of the races. We'll talk about the night as a whole. I really love the different kinds of cars that came out. We had a Monte Carlo. We had a Lincoln Town Car. We had a Pontiac G6. We had a couple of Crown Vicks. We had the Mustang. We had... Um, Forget Ricks. Yeah, we had, so we had a Pontiac. Yeah, you said uh, G6. Oh, the G6, Aaron's yeah. G6. And yes. then we had uh, the Grand Prix. Yeah. 
I, I love that. Yeah. I, I love the different cars that can that can come out. That's what makes the Bomber Bs unique. You can go to these other tracks and you can see, you know, 15 to 20 Crown Vicks smash each other up. And it's like watching an IROC race almost. They're all the same, right? I love the IROC racing. I honestly, that was no, like, it was that was, I love that. Because I'm a Camaro guy. So that was like, I know we go off on these little tangents yeah. and everything. But the IROC racing, I wish they would have did maybe like 20 cars instead of 12 or whatever it was. Because then it would have been a lot cooler to more cars. Now, if NASCAR wanted to do something like SRX and bring back the IROC, mm. put them in the Crown Vicks. Put them on the short tracks and let them go. No, put the Crown Vicks on the big track. Put the Crown Vicks on Daytona and let's go. I know. I don't know. If, I'll try to find a picture and I'll send you. Uh, it's this Crown Vic that has like the nose and everything on it. It looks like a, it would be something I would think would run at your track. Uh, Thunder, Thunder Road. Thunder Road. Yeah, one in the in the what is it? The turkey, the lion, the tigers, the tigers, the flying okay. tigers, flying tigers. Yep, <laughs> yep. I knew it was the turkeys, an animal. The lions, the tigers. We eventually got through the through the alphabet there. Yeah, through I knew the zoo. it was an animal. Yeah, so I knew it was something. But yeah, so anyways, we were on the bombers, bees. Yeah, uh, I was talking about the the different kinds of cars. Yes. Um, you know, I, I love the Ford Outlaws, the Crown Vicks, whatever you want to call them. But I love to see a group that you can just run whatever four and six cylinder car. And a Mustang won the beat some of the Crown Vicks. The Crown Vicks are like the favorite car right now. I honestly think those six cylinders at New Smyrna. What if you if you get a good car and you get a good driver and you can do like what Ben and you did? Get a good tune. Get a good tune. Sure, sure. You got to work on your cars now. And since you can tune it, tune it. But <laughs> my my point is those those six cylinders. Could, could make it quite interesting because they're going to get through the corners so much better. Now, you could see it when when Frank and Ben were side-by-side side as, as Frank's tires were starting to give out. You could see Frank would pull Ben on the straightaways, and then Ben would go in, into the corner, and he'd pull ahead. Then Frank would pull. So we had a little bit of back and forth, some cat and mouse going on. It made it really fun. And that's how the old Strictly stocks were back in the day when I first started coming to New Smyrna. It was Basically the same rules, but you could run you run four, six, eight cylinder, whatever stock. It just had to be stock, strictly stock. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was kind of fun. You'd see like a Hyundai come out and race against uh, Joe Rock and a big old Camaro, and Joe would just floor it down the straightaways and take off, and then he was dog meat in the corners, and <laughs> Zach Curtis would eat him up in the corners, and then Joe Rock would come back and get him, and it was – is this back and forth until the tires burned up and it's just kind of cool it kind of brought me back to, it's kind of like an old school division and i love it oh i'm i'm loving the bomber bees and uh the bomber a's are just as exciting and they are uh but i believe the bomber bees has kind of took the place of the bombers a's as like the division to watch in my not just because i'm in the division but i've noticed just the the way the racing has, it's gotten tight. There's, it's not really a runaway. I mean, yeah, they, you had a three-car runaway for a while, but just the overall racing was... But it's also the first race of the year. Yeah. So we got some driver's side. I, I think uh, when Jim Snyder gets all the gears in that car, I think he'll be good. Um, um, I, the, I think, and, and there's a couple more coming that I, I think will be... In the Jim next. Snyder is going to mess with a lot of people out there with those lights. That is going to really mess with. It's either going to make Rick pull over or it's going to make Rick run faster. <laughs> He's you're going to end up really finding if Rick has That's nitrous funny. in there, and it's like I don't know. It's <coughs> the lights on Jim's car is hilarious, and then I the car that I'm really worried about is if Aaron Foyt ever gets 
figures out. Figured out. Yeah. yeah. Because that, I mean, we already seen that Dustin Higdon can take a four cylinder out there and spank the uh, bomb. The well, big I think old. Dustin's another guy if he brings that old car out. I know we went to Volusia this week, but if he brings that car out. Did you watch that race? No, I didn't. Oh, that's we'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think the Bomber Bs have a good thing going. I, I think both the Bomber A's and Bomber Bs will be just fine this year. It'll be a great division to have on the card on a weekly basis. I think the Bombers are, there are even more coming. So if a couple of these top guys that don't like this 24-second rule bow out, look, I respect it. I'll miss them because they're they're my friends. We don't have to agree on the rule, but they're still my friends, and I still like the guys. Um, but we're going to have enough people come to fill the void to where we'll it's not going to be like the old days of Bombers where there's four or five cars. And it, it, we might get some fresh faces. So I, I think the Bombers as a whole are going to be a lot of fun this year over at New Smyrna. So let's go over the results of the Bomber V30. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Frank Button was the fast qualifier. Looked like he was probably going to be the guy to beat. Um we, the we fast kinda, car does not always win the it, race. It doesn't. The fast car might be fast for a lap or two, but if yes. you're too fast, sometimes you do yourself yes. in. You destroy your tires like I did. The biggest incident of the race was... Me. ...was you going backwards off turn number two. And uh, like I said, I, I think Chase Simons, uh, he, he blew up. There was another spin here or there, but really no... There wasn't like a big pile. Can we Nobody talk about Chuck Rush? Chuck Rush blew a tire. Oh, my God. Okay, that was the other incident. I knew there was something in turn four. Chuck blew a tire and tried to get off the track, and he came down in front of two cars, and he thought he was clear and almost took out Jim Snyder. Holy cow. Jim Snyder should have turned his lights on and pulled him over. Right? Right? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Yeah, that that would have been a a better way to go because I'm like, oh, Jim's going to go need a pit stop for underwear, but... um, Man, what a what a crazy sequence! And of Chuck, events. don't drive through the pit stalls at like seventy two miles an hour. You it's, need to slow it down a little bit, buddy. I know you're excited and you're high strung, but don't drive through the pit <laughs> stalls. Strung. That's a little close, buddy. That's my only gripe at you. Well, Chuck, Chuck <laughs> did have the flat tire, but yeah. battled back for third. Um, the race came down to as we were talking about Frank Button versus Ben Say, and man, just awesome job for Ben and Bob. I was kind of sad that Bob's car didn't make it out because he... I know he's he wrote me because uh, he helps. Uh, we both run the Bomber B page mm. and he messaged me talking about some stuff. He's like, I worked really hard to try to get it. He just hasn't made it, but I know once he gets it out he there... He says he's coming to the next one. So. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be exciting. I mean, just like you said, the different makes and models and I guarantee you there's probably some other car out there somebody's going to find that's going to come out there and have fun. Yeah, and, and we've seen... To kind of tangent again, we've seen in the bomb rays for for a while, like um, it was just a plethora of stuff. It was all the big cars. Then the four cylinders came in and kind of made their mark. For a while, it was you had to have a Saturn. If you didn't have a Saturn, you weren't going to win. Zach Curtis kind of revolutionized that. And then the Fords came out. The Focus became the big thing. And now the Cavalier, it's almost like you got to have a Cavalier or a Ford. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. Right now, it's, well, for the first year, it was all Ford Probe because that's the only thing there was. Now the Crown Vicks, they're just so easy. They're so readily available. Oh, yeah. Strength in numbers with yeah, the Crown they, Vicks, and, and they're powerful. Yeah, they're a great stock car, and they're well within the rules, and you don't have to do nothing to them. I mean, right. I pretty much proved it. I mean, mine is bone stock, police car. All I did was put a cage in it and put some tires on it and yeah. go rip it. 
So it'll be interesting to see if there's, you know, something that comes out and starts winning all the time. We get a little monkey see monkey do with the bomber B division. And and that's why I'm glad it's a, it's open to, you know, four and six cylinder American made cars. But um, Ben say does get the win first of his career. Really cool to see. Just happy for them. I mean, it's, it's Ben and Bob and I guess a little bit of, you know, a little bit of advice from Shane now, <laughs> um, which, Hey, good advice to have. Uh, just so happy for them. Um, I, I told Chuck, uh, when we talked to him in the pits, I was like, hey, if, uh, well, Chuck came up to us and was like, hey, if, if I place, are you going to bring Peyton down for, for victory lane? And, um, for some of the night, Peyton's up there with me for some of the night, she's, she's down, uh, doing some other things, but she happened to be up there, uh, while the bomber B race was going on. And so I'm, I, I scooped her up and I said, come on, we're going down. So, cause the, the saves have been great to us, uh, Frank and Holly have been great to us and and Chuck and Carmen have been great to us as well. So I'm like, I'm bringing Peyton down. That's why I was carrying around Peyton <laughs> yeah. in victory lane. Cause I'm like, um, Chuck, ex- Chuck specifically asked for her to come down. Yeah. So, you know, I'm interviewing Ben and then I, you know, I tell him congratulations and Peyton starts clapping. Yeah, I've seen that yep. on Speedway video. Hilarious. Awesome. And then, um, Frank was Frank, Felt like he let one get away, so he yeah. wasn't the happiest camper. You but need to cheer out, Frank. You got a no, second place. Listen, listen. I, I appreciate Frank's passion because yeah. Oh no, I totally understand his passion. It's just like I'd still be happy to get second place, and I know it's coming, Frank. You just, you just gotta. He got the trophy, but he still feels incomplete. Yeah. Like as cool as it is to say, "Hey, I won at World Series," he feels like he hasn't gotten one yet. It's kind of like CJ. Yeah, yeah. CJ is not one in his car, <laughs> even though he won the last race, but he still he don't still feel, feels weird yeah. about it. Right, right. I, I get it. I get it. Listen, I get it. Um, I get on the podium. You're going to see me go crazy. I'll be in third place. I'll probably be excited like I won the race. Frank called me at about one in the morning Sunday. I was I was still up watching the Xfinity race. I needed to be in bed because I had quarter midgets the next morning, but I was trying to unwind. Yeah, you were tired when I came up there then. Uh, yeah, it was a long day. Yeah. Um, but Frank... Uh, called me and I'm like, listen, Frank, you don't have to be upset. Like you, you can be, I, I you, you want to win. I appreciate that. But I said, the Frank that I knew two years ago would have wrecked that car. If it wasn't running right, if it had pro- tire problems, you would have walled the car. You would have destroyed the car. So I'm like, that tells you all you need to know. You've come such a long way since the button lane became a thing when you were really, really slow. Um, <laughs> now you can take a car that's not exactly right and still nurse it home to second. That shows how far you've come as a racer. And he was like, you know what, Ryan? That's a good point. I guess I can guess I can go to bed now and feel good about myself. I'm like, well, good. And I'm like, you're still one point behind in the standings. And he goes, God damn it, I thought I was the point leader. Anyways, um, so no, just a really cool victory lane. And then Peyton got some pictures with Chuck. And I keep telling Dylan LeBeau the same thing. I'm like, if I have Peyton with me and you get on the top three, because uh, Dylan and, and Molly LeBeau, they're always great with Peyton. So um, just every time Dylan places... Peyton's no longer with me by that time of the night, but um, just a really cool victory lane. Fun to see. Just, I feel so good for Ben Say. And, and I, not to, it's not a playing favorites thing, but I've seen how hard Ben and his father have worked from being fans in the stands to now race winners at New, New Smyrna. I, I just really appreciate that journey. So I'm so happy for them. Happy to see a Mustang get a win. My first car that wasn't a minivan was a, uh, was a V8 Mustang. Same same model as what Ben has. So it, that, that model of Mustang has a special, it just has a special place in my heart. So it's just cool to see. And, you know, Frank's a buddy of mine and Chuck's a buddy of mine. Just, it was a, it was a feel good day. It was a great race. The bomber bees backed up 
their race from World Series. Actually, I think it was a little bit better of a race. World Series got a little bit crazy. This race was just a good pure race. So um, coming home in fourth was was Rick. So he held on with no power steering to get fourth. Tim Nichols in the Dodge. I didn't even talk about the Dodge. We had about everything yeah, out there. He actually ran his fastest lap on lap 29. Yeah, he, and he looked, he looked stout out there. He finished fifth. Daniel Bromley was sixth. You, yours yep, truly. Me. Kenny Roth was seventh. Megan Matheny making her return for the first time since she had a Mustang in the old Strictly Stock division. Uh, she finished in eighth. Mike Dom, Mike Dom with a rare top 10 uh, <laughs> from last on the field, no practice. And then our buddy Leroy Racer rounding out the top 10. So what a good race for the Bomber Bees. Feel good story for Ben Say. Just an all-around good thing with the Bomber A's. Any, or I'm sorry, the Bomber Bees. Any final thoughts there, Kenny, before we move on? I can't wait till the 29th. All right, I like that. Um, let's go over the EMOD race. For 23 laps, this was a boring race, and Blaze Hetchnecker had the field covered. He really did. Uh, did. Were you able to watch this, or were you still? I seen some of it. I I was messing around with my uh, car, loading it up and everything, and cleaning up because it gets a little messy down there because yep. you're throwing tools around and everything. But I did see that uh, Blaze's car was uh, pretty much destroyed. Looked like. Yeah. So Blaze had had the lead. Caution came out when Jay Woldridge spun out on his own in turn four. Bunch up the field. Anytime you bunch up the field, the potential for things to go crazy is there. And that and that's what happened. Matt Jarrett uh, brought out a brand new race car. Sharp looking ride. Oh, uh, it's a beautiful looking car. Still had some issues in the heat race, so didn't finish the heat, but they got those issues rectified and he was very fast. Didn't have the track position. When the caution came out, he had track position. He and Blaze went to battle and I'm not sure what your take is on the incident, but I saw Matt get a little bit loose off turn two on the backstretch. Blaze had been a little bit loose all day, and it just looked like the two guys, it was just like in January with Dylan LeBeau and Jeffrey White. We're coming to the end of the race, two guys fighting for positions for the win, and contact was made on the back straightaway. It didn't look like anybody was at fault. It looked like we're racing down the back straightaway, Cars are all over the place. Both were loose, and they came together. I Didn't look malicious, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It's just, that's one thing with a modified is you touch a modified to another modified, and it upsets the car enough that they're going to go around. So yep. I don't think that it was in a malicious intent. Because I know the Hedgeneckers are mad at Jarrett, and Jarrett's mad at the Hedgeneckers, and vice versa. And that's racing. And that's the thing. Nobody's going to be happy because sure nobody won. probably mad at me. I'm... I'm sure they are. You got you got the cold shoulder from Megan Matheny, so there you go. Um, but no, I just it, it stinks that two. I was really looking forward to those two racing it out for the win. Um, they had to go to the back, all involved in the caution. Nobody tapped out, so they both went to the back. They gave the lead to Dylan LeBeau, and then on the restart, uh, I believe a trailing arm broke on the 93, and that's what put him in the wall. And that car is toast. Yeah, that looked like a very hard hit, and. <laughs> It sucks that Speedway Video didn't really catch it because it kind of just happened. Yeah, I didn't catch it. I yeah. was watching. I I talked about it on the hot lap. I like to I watch the leaders and I kind of mm-hmm. scan back through the yeah. field. And as I'm scanning back, he's already in the wall. Yeah, it happens that fast. And, and unfortunately, uh, uh, Speedway Video, he's he usually was, got the yeah. camera on the wall. He was having issues. Yeah, getting I noticed it to connect, that because so. that's my one thing I've, I I kind of do whenever he has that camera. I go and try to find it and I walk up to it and wave to it. Or yeah, something. when I went down to the drivers meeting. I saw him messing with it. I'm like, everything's all right. He's like, oh, I can't get the damn thing to connect, but I got 15 minutes to work on it. And I figured he was, you know, just technology reset it a couple yeah. times at work. He never got it to work. So he was down a camera. 
Um, and he told me, he's like, of course, if I had the camera up, nothing would have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since I didn't, I missed that. And that's just part of the deal. But I uh, heard from the Hedgenackers. They posted on Facebook exactly what happened. And, and it's a shame. Mark Bell's car is destroyed. They had a shot. They went from definitely going to win the race to finishing last with a smashed up car. Hate to see it. But that gave the lead to Dylan LeBeau, who's had a bunch of bad luck this year. So finally the luck goes in his direction. And he picks up the win over Jarrett Corpy, who won the heat race and just hasn't had... Seems like he gets to the feature and has no... Like, the power that he has in the heat goes away. It's probably a change in the uh, temperature. Maybe he needs to work on his car for the later race. <laughs> it, it could be. Uh, he was just a little bit down on power, but he hang yeah. on. He hung on for second. Matt Jarrett battled back for third. Jay Wildridge finished in fourth. Fifth to Curtis Robinson. Greg Dame was a little bit down on power. He finished in sixth, and then Blaze rounded out the field. Um, did you hear from Greg about what was going on with him? No, I didn't uh, <laughs> get to speak with him uh, this week. He's been busy working on his new uh, job that he runs and everything. Fair so enough. I understand with him in that. I know he's really trying to get in uh, 602. That's one thing. If anybody wants to buy his car, his cars, he's got two of them, uh, and uh, he wants to race a 602. That's his new goal. All right. Well, hopefully he, <clears throat> hopefully he just does both and will race everything. Cars, yeah. are, cars are good. He's got, he's got a super stock. He needs to race. <laughs> we we could use the super stocks too. We did have uh, speaking of super stocks, we did have ten of them. Well, nine and a half show up. Um, David Russell was out there. They, they let him race, so it counts, but it's it doesn't really count. And Tyler, I'm still he's got points. It Tyler, counts. I'm still trying to get an answer for you if you're listening. It counts. To this. It's I points, Tyler. It counts. I haven't forgotten about you. Um, <laughs> tough start to the Superstock race. Uh, we we had some issues getting people lined up. People didn't want to go Let's where they were supposed the to go. Race. Oh, God, you're right. We do need to talk about the heat race. <laughs> all right, so let's start there, and then we'll go back to lap one. Because you can't skip over that. What, no, what okay. What was all that? So, and, and I'm going to be honest, okay? Cause Did I had you some, see it? I had some people that messaged me throughout the event wondering what happened. I couldn't see shit. Okay. So, and I didn't see the start of the wreck. I was watching the lead. I heard a, oh, and then I look up, and I see gauges backwards, and then I see George arrive into the side of Bobby Holly, and both cars disappear behind the trailers, and then any extracurriculars that went down, because I heard this, and then I heard this, and then I heard this, and then I heard that. There's always... And then I heard another thing. And then I didn't see it. The Speedway Video couldn't get it because those cars were behind the same trailers. Speedway Video got a good video of me standing there. I yeah, I could <laughs> see I could see you, and I could see George get out of the car. Yeah. But any curricular, extracurricular stuff that happened is hearsay. Yeah. And... Um, because I heard happened. one thing that was really bad, and then I heard one thing that was just like nothing happened. There's, um, you know, they don't like each other, so maybe some words were exchanged, which I'm sure some words. They were, were saying hi to each other. They were door to door. They were saying hi to each other, not pleasantly. I'm sure. Oh, it was very nice. Like it might have been hi MF, but <laughs> other than that, it was more like uh, it's a heat race. Here's what I told uh, Rusty because there, you know, a bunch of stories were coming in. And Rusty's like, Rusty goes to talk to Tom. Tom's like, no, they disappeared disappeared behind the trailers. I couldn't see him just like you couldn't. I know see him. George was having issues. <sighs> they pretty much put that car together Saturday. I was morning surprised to see it because yeah. when I left there Friday, that car they were they were working on it, but he was like, I ain't racing. And then I come there Saturday morning and they got the car. Like, I mean, it's just. A bunch of it looked like Oompa Loompas running around the car. So many people were working on the car, and 
it's gonna you're gonna have bugs with the new car and he went out there and uh he was having a lot of brake issues like there'd be times where he was going that's why you saw him hanging out in the back a lot he was just trying yeah. to fill out the car and he said he'd be going all of a sudden he'd get brakes well and at that moment he had no brakes what i told rusty was i saw all the people along the fence and they asked me to make an announcement to get people away from the fence which i'm not sure what good that does but um it was very civil over i there. told rusty if anything major happened with all those people back there you'll see it on facebook yeah. and i haven't seen nothing on facebook so that's all that's where i'm gonna leave it but yeah the the spears holly thing is still it's it still simmering it's not, yeah there's the, but I, that, I think, I, that that fire is still smoldering there's so, still a little ember down there and it just needs a little wind under the under the sail like you said if another log gets thrown on there yeah. oh boy yeah so, so yeah that happened in the heat race uh and then lap one of the feature <laughs> some contact they were three wide trying to win it on lap one um poor tyler pernesti gets body slammed by steven metz and you need to start where you're supposed to start yeah, I mean, look, we after five or six. Got wreck, who would have got smashed? <laughs> I told our new race director, I'm like, look, when the track is clear, roll the next event. Let's line them up on track. If they don't listen and take their spot, if, if the <clears throat> if the driver who's supposed to be on pole is driving around like he's lost and then pulls into third, and we go another two laps and he's not in his spot, throw the goddamn green flag because. We need to start having somebody check for race receivers. Right, we need somebody I, to to check for race receivers, and they, I these guys they need used to, to. They used to stop you, and you'd have to say like when you were pulling out. Well, he asked them the, to wave when they come out by the line, but that doesn't. I really, can't reach out. Though. I'll admit, I can't. You ain't gonna see my hand yeah, out they, the window because I was look, trying. There's, I was there's. We need a little more cooperation on the drivers. Like yes. you should know where you're starting. Yeah. First of all, and a little bit more. But I'm telling you, we are short, so show uh, short-handed right now. We are on backup scores. Um, we're on, you know, a brand new race director, and it's just his second race. So give him a little break, if you would, please, guys. It's it. There might have been some things that weren't perfect. Um, give him a break because he's a good guy and he he's I'm passionate glad he about sp it. Spoke up because he was a little quiet yeah. in the heat race. He's got to find his got, voice, yeah, yeah. just like Use I did your when man I voice. Um, we lost our flag man before the end of the night. Uh, yeah, he had an emergency and had to run. I saw Rusty. Yep. I was like, what are you doing, Rusty? Yeah. Lost. So, li listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, we were definitely short on people. Um, Mike and happy. Melissa weren't at the back eight. They went to Volusia. So, yeah. I'm just um, happy that we're able to race and yeah. that the Hearts and Holly and <laughs> are still and Rusty are still letting us come out there and race. I don't care about pay. I forgot to even go get my payout, Holly. So I'm gonna have to get my payout. She'll send it to you, certified mail. Um, in like that'll six cost months. five bucks. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but five no, bucks, it, listen, that's all I got. <laughs> listen, it wasn't a it wasn't a perfect night by any means. Um, it's they're still we're we're still in uh, early season form, but. I'm just thankful that we have enough people so that we can't operate, like you said, Kenny. So um, nobody got purposely screwed over, Paul. Okay? I don't want to hear that shit. This is that, Paul. that pisses me off. Paul is going to be Paul. Don't take Paul right. seriously. Paul says that Paul he will now, ride the wall. Paul did not lose the race because he hit the wall. Paul said he lost the race because on the complete restart, the Clousers were both on the inside, which I did go back and look, and sure enough, they were. I'm not sure why that happened, but it did. But it wasn't like race director said, hey, uh, Clousers, go to the inside. I'm up there with the race director. I know what's going on. There's a lot going on, but it's not any of that bullshit, I can tell you that. 
But yeah, anyways, Paul. <clears throat> start, and you gotta thank me in Victory Lane, Paul. Start of the um <laughs> start of the feature, there was a crash with like I said, Stephen Metz got into Tyler Pernesti, who blew a right front and broke a tie rod. He slammed Jarrett Corpus, slammed the outside wall. Both cars were done for the night. And then once the race got restarted, Rich Clouser took the lead, made one mistake in turn four. Blake Clouser took it. Was I it love- a mistake? I don't know. I don't listen. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, not even going to no, go there. I'm not. Jeez, I'm not hating. I'm not hating. Listen, I, I like both of them, but it. I, listen, you know how you're going to let your son. It, if, if, it, if it was a mistake, was you wouldn't Ga- have tried to cross him over off two the next lap. If it, if it was Gage in the front, George would let Gage win. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, you, I like, you I, said I, that, and everybody can take your word for it. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Blake did get by and score the win. Paul. Uh, Coach, he was the only one to stay with them until Paul he walled it. And, uh, he hit it good, too. <laughs> he did, but still hung on for third. So at the end of the day, when the dust settled, literally, Blake Clouser got the win. Rich Clouser second. Congratulations, Blake. Yes, he's a he's a good little good little racer. No, he's gonna he's he he's gonna be tough to beat this year. Yeah, I know we still have uh, <laughs> one car coming that's being built, and I've been watching it be progressed, and it's gonna it the plot will thicken. Yeah, just yes. just know that it's coming. So there's gonna be some more people, and then you still have Doug. Doug Doug comes when Doug wants to come. So yep. we'll get him out there every now and then. He and, just wasn't able. He messaged us asking when fuel closed. And he's like, I'm just, if I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there late. And he just wasn't able to make it work. But yeah, um, but yeah that's another driver to add in the mix. But uh, good run for Steven Metz. I think best finish for him in fourth. Oh, yeah. this was, he And he put it on the trailer he with did no good. damage. He did good. He really did. He had no, he was so, he, he was literally acting like he was in victory lane in his good. trailer. Because he's small enough to where he can stand on his roof and still fit right. in his trailer. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, so, good for him. It was yeah, nice to no. see that car run well and for, for Steven to get a good run. Bobby Holly was fifth. George Spears taped his car back together. Well, actually ripped it that apart. That was a modified. Yeah, so it was a modified at that point. <laughs> and he finished sixth. They had a Gage Spears, then Russell, Pernesti, and Corpy. Poor Gage. He is just plagued with fuel foam issues. Oh, is uh, fuel again? For, it's fuel for foam. It, that's why it keeps happening. It's, and it's brand new foam. Uh, I don't know how old it has been sitting on the shelf, but... It's brand new. So. Well, if it's if it's not something, it's something for yeah. for poor Gage. But hey, at least he still wants to do it. You and know, he's got a great new sponsor now, so it's gonna. I think things are gonna. I, pick I, up I think him. he's gonna have a breakout moment this year. Yeah, I don't know oh. if he'll get a win, but I I, f- I feel like we could see. We him. already know the car's capable. capable. Sure. You had Justin drive it. Justin did have some issues and broke a. That was what happened in the World Series. He broke yeah. a sway bar bolt. Well. When he spun out on that first little thing, not to go off on a tangent, when he spun out, he broke a sway bar bolt, and that's why he was just struggling. The rest yeah, because I took him out. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, these are old 1970 cars. Yeah, they're and, they're uh, ground pounders, basically, at yeah, this point. But The ground pounders. No. Wow. Yeah, we got we to gotta talk about them. Um, first and foremost, thank you to Hank Sanders for inviting me over to his pit. Check out his brand-new race car. Oh, that was beautiful. Uh, beautiful 1980s Troyer chassis. Candy red, beautiful. Uh, Hank Sanders builds some great machinery. Oh, let build, me tell he you, he builds beautiful race cars. And and he goes, hey, you know, he's like, come over and see the car. So I did. I took a few pictures that I can use for social media. And uh, he's like, hey, since you're here, he's like, hop on in there and and get a sense of it. And I'm just like, all right, you know, I, I've been in plenty he's of like, race. Get cars. a sense of it. I, I wanted to be like, can I <laughs> can I go practice it for a minute? I wouldn't know what to do. Um, Frank was going to let me practice his car at practice. I got rained out, so that sucked. Ooh. But anyway. Um, you can't reach the pedals of mine. I would let you take mine out. Yeah, but. you're a bit taller than I am, but 
Mostly it's your mohawk, but anyway. <laughs> That's um, why I sit so low. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to have me, that uh, ceiling. Uh, Justin's uh, wife wants me to put a mohawk on my car, but I don't know if I'm going to do it. Maybe my next Air it, Put it on the trunk. Yeah. A little more downforce on the rear. <laughs> my little rat tail. There you go. Um, <laughs> but no, Hank had me sit in the car, and it's pretty cool. And he goes, now when, you know, when you're talking about my car during the heat, you can be like, I was in that car. And, and so that's what I did. I did. I used it as part of the show. And, Frank and, was the announcer there at one time, wasn't he? <laughs> Hank or used Frank, to, yes. Yeah, Frank, yep. I said Frank. Sorry, Frank. Hank Frank. was at the announcer yeah, before Westerman, the, I believe. Yep. There was a there was a time where I was he was riding in my car, and we were following Greg going down the road. Greg was testing his old Super stock trying to figure out something with it and he was like announcing it and it was so awesome and no, hank's got a great voice yeah hank i had this still little do it clip too. i had this little clip you need to have him one day just come up there and you guys do he's it. more than welcome to i have a second microphone yeah. anybody's always welcome to come you, up there I, and join I, I, me i'm gonna i'm, just I'm gonna talk to him because i would come up there but my problem is is i i can't i on the podcast one the pit Pit Pass podcast. I've done good. I've yet to cuss, but here I can cuss and I don't cuss because I guess I have the ability to cuss and I don't want to cuss. But right, I right. guarantee I'd be out there but in, like the in a natural environment. Yeah, I'd be, be like watching the race, be like, "Holy shit!" Oh, did, did, I'd, oh I'd, I'd, listen, I would just hit the mute button. Yeah. I'd cut you out. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, we were on the super stocks and with, with that tangent, yeah. uh, poor Hank, like lap two of the. Um, of the heat race wasn't carburetor there, wasn't uh um yeah that was the heat race right yeah it was that the heat was race wild. so a brand new car got through practice and he and actually greg greg actually had blew his motor and oh that, did he blow the that motor two, that two lap after the qualifying the motor blew they the gears uh, something happened with the gear and it winded up the motor yeah hank messaged me sunday afternoon and said my carburetor stuck wide open in the heat um and i took a massive hit Good news is he's fine, but he killed the car. And he goes, but I'll be back with a new one. That's what I love about Hank. He's like, well, he's destroyed one. He's got like seven of them one. in that little shop. He's got a beautiful shot, the little cat sanctuary. I know you might have seen the video way back that I made about the cat sanctuary that uh -huh. they have. They got like his wife. I wish I could remember her name because I would love to give her a shout out. But like she goes and takes care of feral cats. Oh, okay. And then, like, the ones, like, she mainly takes the male ones and the ones that can't really survive by themselves. And she's got, like, this quarter-acre fenced in, and it's all fenced in nice. I helped them fix the fence up <laughs> after some uh, weather taking it down. And then they got rocks, like, all little areas, and then big, like, sand pits, but they're litter boxes. And she goes out there every day and cleans them out like it's in, and there's, like, 200 cats out there it doesn't smell and huh. it's like it was the coolest thing i went out there and helped them out and doing some uh maintenance work on it and everything and the cats i love you know i love yeah cats. you're a cat person yeah. so it was just like heaven for me i'm just like oh i just wanted to lay on the ground and let them crawl all over me oh and lord <laughs> <laughs> and everything but yeah the ground pounders that was uh that was, that was rough because they had a good turnout, yeah. man, and some really good-looking race what cars. What was up with the uh, – uh, I heard some people getting yelled and parking it because I was listening. That was when I got my race monitor on and I was listening. Okay. So that was – I want to know about that. The, so the Ground Pounders rule is they're not supposed to take off until turn two. And Toby was – on the restarts was taken off at the green flag. So the race director was under the impression that you guys are supposed to wait because, again – He's got somebody in his ear telling him, hey, they're supposed to wait till turn two. They're not following their own rules. Well, it turns out from Toby himself, the rule is they do the, the jackrabbit start 
on the initial green flag. After that, it's normal. I, I, yeah, that's how it is now, but that wasn't relayed I, properly. That, so that was the confusion. We got it figured out. I'll talk to the race director. We'll, okay. it, 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 and Toby was cool about it. Listen, yeah. Toby's... When something bad happens and you're cool about it, I can guarantee you the next time it's probably going to go a lot better for you. Yeah. If you want to be an asshole about it... It's probably going to be like thrown in the back of your memory bank and forgotten about. Mm. So I'm, I'm glad that, that it there. seems like the ground pounder, like craziness kind of is gone. Cause the actually, I think it was, I think it's like the high school. I think high school's over with maybe so we've, we're on we've, summer. We've moved on to college. Yeah. Okay. No, I only think we've made it to college cause college is going to might, this might be the college years. We're getting ready to get so we're just on summer break. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to have fun this year. Hopefully. I mean, I, I don't know how many cars are left. Well, <laughs> I, Toby said they'd all be back. So they've got a little while to work on them. Mm. Anywho, it was, it was a good turnout. Um, definitely destroyed some glad, stuff. And uh, Jody, Jody Modine. Yeah. Oh, that Love that car. What is the one car that needs to come back? The white and red one. Charles Paschall. Is he yeah. ever going to come back? I don't know. Yeah, that car, that dude used to drive the wall, wall off of that car. <laughs> that one time where he smashed the wall in his rear end and he just kept on he kept going. going. Yeah, yeah. He was going, I think he was going almost I, as fast. I, I think it went faster. <laughs> it's like made it more streamlined. And then he finally, bro- then he finally broke. But yeah, but anyways. But, uh, no, Christopher Hatton got the win for the ground pounders. That car is beautiful. It is. And uh, Jody came home second. Eddie Freeman survived to finish third. Scott Phobes and Lewis Brasher still got a top five. He was in that beautiful orange 14. Was that a, was that a Dodge? I well, Dodge. So. That was a beautiful car. It's not that beautiful anymore. No, it, got, it was loose all day. Got loose off of four with a couple laps to go and... Fishtailed down the front straightaway, right in the path of John Hatton, who just—I mean—clobbered oh, him. He was—he was, he was, was huge. His—he's uh, a pretty stout dude himself, and he got out of the car and he was like, "I'm all right." And then he sat down, and I think the adrenaline hit in. And yeah. his neck was starting to ache and everything because that's a hit. I the mean, the it, good it, news is everybody's all right. Yep. A little shaken up, a little—you know—I mean, listen, when you have somebody barrel into the side of your race car, it's gonna—it's gonna hurt. Whether yeah. it like hurts you. It's still going to hurt. Yeah, it's, it's going to rattle you. Yep. No matter how safe it is, you're still going to get a little bit of a stinger. It was definitely a, a wild one for the ground pounders in both the heat. Scott Cutter crashed out in the heat as well. Uh, lots of action in the heat. <laughs> lots of action in the feature. Scott Cutter is a character. Like, he is. Did, I love that just, guy. Did you see him up on the uh, when he on Speedway video and he's waiting like, for the record? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I need a hook. Yeah, he was all yep. doing a little hook thing. Tom sent me that. Uh, him doing that and he's yeah. like should i use this for the thumbnail and i'm like go for it yeah. he didn't but anyway no he did it is that's the is thumbnail. that the thumbnail yeah, that's oh the I, thumbnail. Thought was, I thought he used something yeah. else oh yeah well, no anyways. he used me as the thumbnail too that was amazing listen it was everybody's thinking it's a little biased because you guys talk about me and everything i'm just that good no i'm just <laughs> but anyways tom tom takes care of his people too everybody takes care of their hey, people hey tom Produced my logo. If anybody like wants to know where my logo came from, it was Tom got some guy to do draw up a logo, and it's like that's original. It's an original logo, and I mean you could probably talk to Tom, and he could probably Tom made the racing with Ryan thing. Okay, Tom is just he's creative like that. Yeah, and, no, and I've, I've... I wouldn't like anything that I made, so I'm just like, hey Tom, use orange and black and make me a logo. And the first thing he sent back, I'm like. Perfect. And yeah. I've used it ever since. So Tom is good for that. Uh, if you sub- subscribe to his Patreon 
and then ask him for a logo, he'll be happy to yeah, do that. Yeah, the Patreon is where it's at. He he loves that Patreon, and I I like I've noticed the other tracks. They're like almost begging him to come. They're like, hey, you want to come over here? And he's like, I'm going to New Smyrna. So yep. Tom I'm will be at we... New Smyrna when we race, and he'll branch out when we're not racing. Yeah. So I'm just, glad just he's like we do. Now because so. it gives me an opportunity to watch the other tracks because I, I love Auburndale. I think Auburndale is a great track. Citrus, I love Citrus, but it's so far away. Auburndale's yeah. maybe an hour and 40 minutes. Citrus is Listen, so none far. of the other tracks are convenient for me to get to, but I like to go when I can and when they have good shows. So. And we like the other tracks we're not yeah. just stuck. well and, and, and i've built on one side listen, of a, I, I i've I, built relationships with these other tracks oh yeah uh, i have friends citrus is, is different like like i've had to hit the reset button over there because used to be i used to know austin i could still reach out to tony i'm sure did I could you still... see austin's gonna be uh announcing at auburndale yes well steve uh srq taxes tax season just ended uh today as a matter of fact and uh um, better hope you get your taxes in right so Steve is like, to hell with this. I'm done. He's going to Las Vegas. So Austin's going over to Auburndale this weekend. He made all that money on taxes. Yeah. Well, he re-upped for a whole year on the podcast. So he, he did well for himself, and we oh, appreciate man. it. So um, support SRQ taxes all season long. But, uh, yeah, Steve's taking off to Las Vegas. Austin's going over there. Uh, we'll be at Smyrna this week. We got the Modified 75. Um, I think we'll have some interesting surprises coming out for that. Um, we have the Pro Trucks back in action for the first time. Jack the Hall's season. coming. Jack Hall will be there, of course. Hopefully we get uh, Brian. <laughs> I don't know how bad uh, Brian's truck was. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. talk about that, I guess, later. But uh, <laughs> anywho, um, got trucks. We got Bomber A's and 602s coming up at New Smyrna. Um, honestly, Skinny, like, like I was saying earlier, might not have been the most exciting-looking night on paper, but it delivered. It was crazy. Full of excitement. Uh, it was a great night, and it was... We thought we were going to get uh, the weathered out. I don't want to say the R word, but... Well, we were in hurry-up mode. We had... I, we we looked had at four sprinkles. Four sprinkles, yep. Right at the start of the Bomber V race, just to make everybody nervous. Oh, yeah. And it then made me nervous. I looked at the radar at one point, and we had lightning all around within... Not within the radius where we had to stop. Like, real close. Real close. But never to halt the show. And cells were going... Uh, west to east. It was my grandpa and, and grandpa. They were like, let him race, let him race. They were blowing it away. Where normally is the cells come and they only hit us. They split us this time. And then, of course, the only small cells in the area uh, Sunday hit Little New Smyrna and rained out quarter engines and practice. So, it's like, uh, what is it, Daryl Waltrip says, the vortex of New Smyrna kept the, us. Yeah that, yeah, that had to be what it was because we got the show in. It was good. Still took a long time. It was still a long show because we had a, a couple of big wrecks. That was a, that was took a some. long... I waited in my car for 45 minutes waiting for that red flag on uh, Ground Pounders yeah. and Hank Sanders. I get it, making sure he's okay, but it's hot. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. There were some long delays. We got to get those tow truck drivers to pay more attention. because they need to get a radio or something. Wait, waiting on them is can be agonizing yeah. sometimes and and i i don't i'm not i'm i'm relentless when when i have to get up there and make the announcement for those guys to get going i think i heard you Jesus. i heard you say it one time we need a tow truck i'm like hello <laughs> and then at one point um it was 
during the ground pounder thing, they were trying to get Hank's car loaded up. We needed to push on the front stretch. And I'm like, I turned the bike off. And I'm like, where the fuck are the tow trucks? What are we waiting from these people? I'm like, oh, they're still loading up Hank's car. I'll take that one back. My bad. Oops. I heard you yell at, uh, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Ron, uh, Toby's friend. Uh, the ground pounder guy that rides the four-wheeler around. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, um. You can't, yeah. Oh, yeah, the uh, uh, Ron Hess. Yeah, Ron yeah. Hess. I couldn't think it was right there. You're, you're not allowed to have four wheelers on pit road. Period. We have rules, and I was asked. He's gonna to, go by. He's gonna go by World Series. World Series rules are out the door with things on pit road. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here, here's the thing. I mean, <laughs> when I'm asked. To uphold a rule and to say, "Hey, get your goddamn four wheeler off the off the the, the racetrack," and then you want to flip off the tower, you're gonna get your shit taken away. So that's just <laughs> the way it goes. Uh, it was an eventful night. It, it, it was. It seemed like it was a full moon, and but I don't even know what if the moon was even out. <laughs> well, it was. It was definitely fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, oh. Bomber Beast put on a great show. Uh, entertaining racing all the way through. Super stocks got a little strung out at the end, but other than that, I mean, good night of racing. Yeah, I'd give it a uh, B plus. Yeah. Get, look. We never grade New Smyrna. You need to bring the New Smyrna grading in. We should start I, I've got that. too many numbers i got to keep track of. But um, definitely some things to tighten up for sure. It wasn't a perfect night, like I said. Just give it a letter. Got to get get a few people up to speed, and, and we'll be in good shape going yes. forward, I think. So. Yeah, I believe things are going to be great for New Smyrna this year. I think cars are going to – counts are going to – dwindling and rise and up and and down so it's gonna be an awesome season of racing listen i'm gonna make the most of every single night and if we have good nights great if we have always a good night when you're at the racetrack sure as hell beats it at home tell you that much and all my friends are there (laughs) well (laughs) that that is true that's also you know a, a good thing um Let's take a quick commercial break here. Got some NASCAR stuff to talk about. Um, NASCAR in Martinsville. So stick around for that. And we'll take a quick break and be back. We want to take a moment here to thank our sponsors, including American Auto. Uh, big thank you to EJ Wilcox. I'm one of the first sponsors of this show. Um, if you need anything done, um, of course, you can see EJ at the racetrack. You can talk to him there. Um, but uh, you, you can head to the shop and they will take care of anything you need. Tires, uh, auto repairs, they will get you taken care of. We also thank DeBerry Paint and Body for coming on board. Um, you know, if you get a big wreck, American Auto can get you the parts you need. And then DeBerry Paint and Body, they can make sure that your car is looking good. So if you need anything painted or body work done, DeBerry Paint and Body, stop by there and they will take care of you there as well. Also think 124 welding and fab. Of course, that's Ron D'Alessandro. I was hoping to see him out there with the 602 mods. I'm pretty sure he, he will be out there soon. Uh, does great metal work and welding. So if you need anything like that done, you can check out his Etsy store as well and buy some of his metal workings. And we thank Ron for supporting the show. Also, we thank SRQ Taxes. It is tax season. If you still need your taxes done, which I know many of you do, um, get with Steve from SRQ Taxes, Steve Darling, the announcer over at Auburndale. He will take care of you. He has been burning the midnight oil. And, um, you know, hey, something we all got to get done. Might as well um, get it done by one of our very own in the community here, SRQ Taxes, the official tax partner of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I also thank Andy Morrison, been a huge supporter of racing in general. 
now the Quarter Midget Kids and this podcast. So Andy would never give up. We thank you, good sir. Always a pleasure to always a pleasure to see you at the racetrack. And uh, he's got a big race he's trying to get planned, so that should be pretty fun here later on down the road. So Andy, thank you for your support. Also, got to thank Ken Copley for coming back on board, sponsoring the EMOD segment of this show, and he'll be doing all the EMOD races going forward. So Ken, thank you very much for your support. And Doug Sammy coming back on board with Do All Lawn and Tree Service. If you need any tree service done, I'm telling you, hurricane season, it'll be here before you know it. We're probably going to have some storms. It might be a good idea to get the trees taken care of now so you don't have to get them taken off your property when they fall on your house. So get with Doug Samian, do all on and tree. He'll get you taken care of. And uh, again, thank you to all of our sponsors and our listeners as well. And now we'll get back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. We had, well, I don't know if it was an eventful weekend at Martinsville, but we had a weekend at Martinsville. They raced. They they raced. Um, man, I, I don't know, that, that cup race, like, I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I, I don't know. I, I think just, they should bring back the wall ride. Maybe that would make it eventful. That, see, that's the only thing that kept the fall race from being shit is everyone was like, oh, the wall ride, amazing, amazing. But This car, I I believe, like they keep saying, is they need to get rid of the shifting. because Yeah, I think that's the biggest part. Yeah, if they're the, the in the tire. Detriment. Maybe the, I understand the tire makers want to make a tire that works. Yeah. You don't want a tire don't want to, to go out tires there every 20 laps. Yeah. But then as a fan, I want that. I don't want an indie again where we go out there and make four laps or right. eight laps and you're blowing tires. I want tires. You just want a tire off. that wears. So if yeah. you take care of your stuff, you can actually. Because they something. were like, it was pretty much where if you, you didn't really have to pit. There was guys in the back on old tires. Yeah. That could still hold run. off. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I think my biggest problem with this race, Kenny, was if you got in the back of the field, unless you were able to cycle back to the front using strategy, you were toast. I mean, look at Ryan Priest. Yeah, Ryan Priest was probably the fastest car out there. Priest led, what, the first 130 laps of the race? And, and he got shuffled. I'm, I'm sitting Bad there watching the race with, with a buddy of mine, and he wins the first stage, and he's like, wow, Priest looks great today. And I'm like, just wait, something will happen. Like, I just know, like, there's, there's no way that feel-good story is going to happen where the guy's going to just dominate and lead every lap. Not it'll, at it'll be, it, it, it'll be a guy like Ryan Priest. Like, that kind of stuff happens to Jimmy Johnson or Denny Hamlin. Um, so I'm like, just wait. Something will happen. And sure, and lo and behold, speeding penalty. And my friend kept going. He's like, it's only lap uh, 150. It's only lap 200. And he's still like 25th. Well, it's only lap 250, and he's 23rd. I'm like, okay, it's been 100 laps, and he's still mired in the field never got higher than 15th that's so. what it seemed to be the story of the day of racing there is if you were out front you were fast mm -hmm. no matter who you were but if you were fast you would get back in the back and it just seemed like your car had an anchor thrown out and you just couldn't move yeah and it was a lot of just trying to get to the top that's i feel like the the biggest detriment other than the shifting is that the driver in this car doesn't matter as much anymore. Like back in the day, you used to be able to drive your car back up through the field. If you had a good car and you were a good driver, you could drive through the field. You might have to work on it. I remember Gordon in like 2006, leading the race, track came up, destroyed his fender. He had to pit. They had to fix it. He didn't win the race, but he was able to drive back up through the field and get a good finish. Now, a race he probably should have won, but, you know, 
then now it's like, unless you use pit strategy, Kyle Larson won Richmond on pit strategy and he won this race on pit strategy. And it, but he's also lost two races that maybe he should have won because of pit strategy. Pit strategy and track position right now means more than what the racers can do. And I think that's an overall overarching problem. Would yeah, you agree? We're not I, I think NASCAR is is not racing right now. It's more of a look at our product and we're not worried about there. I don't know if they're trying to reach too much out into the F1. I mean, look, they even put F1 stats. Well, it's not as bad as F1. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But I think NASCAR (laughs) is trying to hit that like rote. No, like it's almost like they're trying to become a, I think they're trying to hit the, the European era of racing. It's almost like their focus is, hey, we're having an event. Come be part of the event, but we're losing product or or, we're losing focus on what the actual product is. If the racing product was good, then all the short track people would be back into it. Because right now everybody's like, NASCAR sucks. We care more about our local short track guys. But if the racing was good, I feel like we could get over that and start to get you know, I think NASCAR needs to look a little bit at dirt because I think dirt is. But not be dirt. Yeah, don't be dirt. Don't be Bristol dirt. We don't. Right. No, we're not NASCAR dirt. But I think they just need to look at the marketing way and realize that we need to get back to racing. NASCAR to me was high horsepower. See how bad of a car you could build and let's see how fast you could go. I understand safety. I understand let's try to make it marketable. But still, the average Joe out there, still, we're trying to build the baddest, most powerful horsepower car out there. We're not trying to go, well, I'm going to get a 450 horsepower car and I'm, uh, I want to run it wide open. Yeah, yeah. I want to get an 800 horsepower car. I want to be out there like, oh, when you push the gas, it's like they've lost the aesthetics of nascar and we've lost the ability of you know a random guy who's got the capability of building a car can go out and do it now you gotta have a charter and if you listen to denny hamlin's podcast which which you do you know he even said cutting the horsepower hasn't saved them any money in the motor department paid just as much money and it's like because they had to change the way they made parts to handle what they're trying to do yeah so it, it it seems like what we have is a uh so what, like a horsepower to grip imbalance? And they need to get rid of the shifting. The shifting, the shifting is probably killing it. I think at Martinsville, shi- anyways, that's what's killing it. I think on any track, they just drop a gear and they just you recover, make a mistake. I wish I could drop a gear <laughs> and from my mistakes, but it's like it it's hurting the racing in general, and it's it's they they thought that it was gonna maybe make it more equal, but who's still winning? Still the same people are winning. Yeah. You got to, Talladega to an and Daytona. An Talladega and Daytona, you're still going to have your randoms that it, are going to win. It's not so much – I don't think it's so much about who's winning. The good teams are always going to find their way to the front. I think it's just a, a – a, a, we have a bad product right now. On the tracks where we had a good product with the past generation car, and we have a better product where we had bad racing. So, like – the Gen 6 car, the one before the current car, sucked on the mile and a half, two-mile tracks, right? Now it's okay. It's better. It's more entertaining. The cars are more on edge. So we fix that problem. By fixing that problem, we have a bad short track car and a just-okay super speedway car. Um, 
road courses are road courses are road courses. They're unpredictable. We don't need more road courses. And we don't. No, keep it at six. I, I'm okay with five or six. I'm, like, I'm excited to see what Chicago is going to be like, but I think it's going to be a cluster. I think that I don't think they're, they're going to stuff it off into the corners and somebody's yeah, I don't think NASCAR is meant to be on a street. No, course. NASCAR is meant for for high speed. It's either high a speed road course race course like Watkins Glen Road. Yeah, America's. a few of those is fine. Yeah, but it, no, NASCAR should be on the I, like NASCAR should be racing the mile and a half tracks, the bigger tracks, and it should have. Some good short tracks. NASCAR to me, even my like German friends and family, NASCAR to them is the guys that go in a circle. Yeah, and that's what NASCAR was. You I, I, in the eighties, you had what one or two road courses, and they were entertaining me because you had the guys out there just slinging it through the yeah, dirt. Yeah, well, the market wasn't saturated with yeah. them. So, and it's like now I just that's what I keep getting to is like I think they're trying to like branch out into the road racing part of like even street racing they're, they're like, going after the people that don't necessarily want to be fans and they're alienating the fans that because like, we actually don't want to watch racing. we don't like each other most i mean not saying that we don't like each other but our ideas of racing with a road course ideas of racing is totally different they're right. like oh you can't turn right and it's like oh well you go ahead and go out there i mean we've already proved that the road road course gurus come over and they can't i mean back in the day they were a lot better but now they're just mediocre drivers that a team just paid way too much money to have out their race well let's let's go back and start at the beginning of the weekend here because uh there's plenty of stuff to uh that, to, to ro- recap. that truck race oh my god that was one of <laughs> Did the they have little brake lights yes so they had little brake lights they had little mud flaps they had windshield wipers so let's talk about this truck race because, in my opinion, it was a huge debacle. So a rainstorm came through right as they were about to start the race, right? And we have this new, quote-unquote, wet weather package, okay? So that tells me – now, they don't, want to, they don't want them racing in the pouring rain, which we've seen racing in the rain. It's, it's not good, right? That was awesome. Um, well, if you're like <laughs> from team, a, from a, I, from team a, chaos yes. perspective, sure. <laughs> but it's not, it's not the best product. So yeah. – I understand that, like, the whole point of this package is once it quits raining and we get the standing, we get the puddles out of the way, we can let them rip. However, they put the tires on, they dry the track to, like, 90% dry, and then put the wet tires on to where it almost defeated the purpose. It's almost like they're like, hey. But the racing was good then. It was okay. I mean, the you had tire fall off. You had tire fall up. That's what you had, and, and you could see the marbles building up yeah. on the side of the racetrack, which I thought was cool because you don't see that much yeah. anymore because the the hard compounds we have these days. Um, so I saw Daniel die at at quarter midgets on Sunday, and I went up to talk to him and I said, "Hey, listen, I know you're a big shot now." No, I didn't say that. I said, "Hey, you know, <laughs> uh, I really appreciate you." He comes out to support Jet Risley, who I believe is his cousin. He drives the old his old 43 mm, quarter okay. midget and he comes out to help jet and i said hey listen I, I know you're busy and you got things going on but i just want to i'm like i think it's awesome that you still come out here and support these kids and um it, i know it means a lot to jet but it, i think it means a lot to the other kids out here just to see you and know that you know you started here you now you're in the trucks and he's like yeah no i appreciate that thank you and i could tell he was tired you know, the the kid is he's going to school. He's getting flown around across the country to go race trucks. 
you know how we feel after a day of just being at the racetrack. Sunday was a struggle. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, and I could tell he, he wasn't like looking to have a full-blown conversation. So I kept it short with him, but I was like, can I just ask you what it was like racing in the rain? And he goes, the track was dry. He goes, we didn't need to have those tires. And I go, yeah, it's a shame that NASCAR made you all waste all that money to get the tires. And he goes, NASCAR paid for the tires. They were so selling, I found that to be that was the whole thing about it is they were like, here, go sell these tires. Yeah, I think I think NASCAR was like, hey, this is our opportunity to try the tires. We're going to make a spectacle out of it. I, I think the execution was a bit off. I, I would have liked to seen them take maybe the jet trucks out, blow the standing water off, and let them run on a damp track and see how it went. Given that it's going to dry up, <laughs> right, right, and that's fine. Like that, that's to be expected. Um, but to hear from Daniel Dye himself, like when we started the race, the track was dry. We didn't need those tires. Um, and he's like, I didn't like racing on them. I was ready to get the slicks on. Um, then they put the slicks on and they picked up a second and a half and the race was whatever. And then it rained again. And I was kind of like, man, just put the fucking tires on and go. But <laughs> it, it was also 11 o'clock at night and I was ready to go to bed. So I was glad they called it. Corey Heim got, got the win, but I think that was a... I, I get he's it. A net, he's a New Smyrna regular, or was. He, he used to race New Smyrna for yeah. Governor's Cup and stuff back in the day. You're absolutely okay. right. 2016, 2017, back then. So. Um, I, I just, I, I feel like I'm glad we got to see the tires in action, but I, I feel like um, they didn't handle it. They could have handled it better. We probably could have got another 25% of that racing if we would have just Did Carson Hovavar, he raced at New Smyrna? Oh, uh, no, no. But, yeah, let's talk about that. His move that he pulled when he got put three wide, right-hooking people, and then wrecking himself. What an idiot. <laughs> yeah. He gets my Richard Cranium of the week. I'm, I got to bring that back. He deserves it. That was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> There's no... That was uncalled for. Uncalled for. Glad uh, you brought that up. Yeah. I, I get a little bit of the bits and pieces of the other events. A lot of uh, some of it I'll watch with Haley Deegan and everything. I'm I've became a fan of Haley Deegan because just I'm a fan. Yeah. I just she's really bad luck. I think if I think she's gonna do better with this team she is with now. Yeah. But trucks is the bomber A's of NASCAR. Could she do better in Xfinity, do you think? She already proved she could. But, like, full-time, not just a one-off? Yeah, one give her a real team. I guarantee you she's going to be a top five. So put her in, like, a junior motorsports car? You think she yeah, could get top 15, junior, top 10? Pick her up, junior. Yeah. That would be... Imagine That'd be them huge. two marketing. That'd be huge. Imagine... <laughs> she probably has a bigger following than junior. That'd be a marketing... That, man, yeah, that, that should happen. Get rid of... Um, get rid of... I don't know. When Josh Berry goes up to cup, get Haley in there, man. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a good... That would be a good... Junior, we're making you money. Yeah, I mean, right? God, and bring you heard car, it here on the Bring Race the cars towards the New Smyrna. Kenny, Rusty wants to bring that tour for Speed Weeks, so let's see if it happens. That'd be awesome. Yes, it would. <laughs> Anyways, I got to cut that part out. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, truck race was kind of a debacle with the, with the weather, but what can you do with the weather? You can't change the weather. Um, back in the day, there would have been no racing that yeah. day. They They... It wouldn't have got nothing in. So I guess take the lesser of two evils and just enjoy. We got to see something, and Kyle Busch didn't win, so it was a good race. <laughs> um, Xfinity, I, I watched Burn it. it down. Yeah, that's that's really all I remember. I, I came <laughs> home, and I had to get up early for quarter midgets, but I was also like, wow, I really I had a good time tonight. Um, I, I enjoyed the night, and I'm one of those people who can't just, like, 
come home and go to bed. I gotta, oh, I gotta I wind up, down a little bit. I went home and I was like, what midnight when I got home, and I was up till like three in the morning, just like. I was amped because I drove, right. but I understand even just when I'm going there just to hang out. Yeah, and watch see, racing. I, that, that's how I feel. And I, I had fun and, and just I wasn't ready to just fall asleep. So I, I kind of look at it, hey, as long as I'm in bed, if I, even if I'm up, if I'm laying down and resting, I'm still resting, so it counts. Um, but I, I did watch the Xfinity race. I fast-forwarded through a good portion of it because I did need to eventually get to sleep. So I... Um, I didn't like watch it lap by lap, but John Hunter Nemechek had the field covered. Um, Sam Mayer got pissed off at Ryan Truex. Yeah, there was a couple of big hits. Him, so I saw him telling him he's number, number one, one and yeah. saying that uh, the picnics at one o'clock on Sunday. There, there, there was some. There was a few big crashes here and there. Um, I agree with what uh, Door Bumper Clear talks about. Xfinity is probably the best of the three division racing i think they have racing a, pure racing yeah, wise i think so I think it's yeah. the best car <laughs> i mean even though it's a truck it's still a car it's just a truck if the cup series teams ran xfinity cars i think we would see some fantastic racing on sundays we'd probably see the same winners though but we'd see some fantastic racing because the xfinity races are really good Dude. Just not a lot of people watch it because it's the second but tier team. Only, yeah, there's only what like ten teams in the Xfinity. Right. That are so I'm just top. saying, like, you give those exact cars yeah. to the Cup teams yeah. that we have now, you'd have twenty plus. It, it would be something. I, I just, it would be something if, yeah, uh, pipe dream. But if we could remember how back in the day the Xfinity car and the Cup car were almost the same car, except mm-hmm. the uh, Cup wheelbase was like one ten and the Xfinity wheelbase was one oh five. If we had you know, the cup car with a little bit more horsepower than the Xfinity car, and we just sent the same thing out there. God, I I think we'd be in good shape, but we're just, we're not. I appreciate what NASCAR is trying. I, I love that all three divisions are different. I love what we're trying to do with this new car. They need to bring modifieds back in as a premier division. Yeah, the modifieds should get. Fuck that, Arca. That modified should Arca's get. Arca's terrible. Arca sucks. But I will watch Talladega this weekend because somebody will go on their lid. <laughs> some rich kid that has no business being behind the wheel of a race car will end up flying through the air at some point this weekend. Um, what channel is Talladega on this? I hope it's on regular TV. Um, I think it's on regular Fox. I can find out for you. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but it was a burning down little moment in Victory Lane. Yeah, it seems like those mud flaps are a fire hazard. Fire hazard for sure. I say take them off. Yeah, um, but what a good sponsorship as the people who put out the fire was. <laughs> I mean, th- I, all he did was marketing. That was yeah. just marketing. And I, I didn't see that. Once Once I saw the field cross the finish line, I turned off the TV and went to sleep. So I didn't see it till the next morning. I actually saw on Twitter... Martinsville looking over the track where John Hunter Nemechek did his burnout. So I'm like, I guess I better look at this burnout. So while I'm chugging down coffee, trying to get out the door, I'm watching a burnout while also changing a diaper. And it, it was pretty wild. So just don't end up drinking the diaper. Oh, oh, let me tell you, there's something I will never do. And it's that, uh, uh, let me find the, uh, see what the TV schedule is. NASCAR on TV. I can tell you yeah. Talladega this weekend, of course, will Fox. it'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, Fox and NBC, that's the television providers. Oh, okay. So let's see, Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. 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 Three o'clock, NASCAR Cup Series, Geico 500 on Fox. Nice, I get to watch this one. There you I go. I don't have to, like, stream it and... And deal with bullshit. Oh, I hate streaming. Oh, 
some of the streams that you get, you get like, I'll get a Russian one, and it'll be in Russian. And be like, oh, da, da, ba, da. Sometimes you'll get a great stream that works right, but it's in like 480, so you're like, wow, that <laughs> pixel is just ahead of that pixel. Oh, we got a lead pixel change. All right. We're, we're back to 8-bit Nintendo oh, graphics. Man. I remember those days. I'm telling you, YouTube, YouTube TV is worth it. Um, even though How it's like 70 it? bucks a month. 70? Yep. <laughs> I got a race car. Yeah. The way I'm Listen, driving, I'm going to need rims every week. <laughs> I need some more sponsors. So Listen, I'll just give you my login. It's fine. <laughs> I, I, you can put a Race with Ryan sticker on there and right, we'll yeah, call it I even. I do need a Race with Ryan sticker. I, I need to, I need right to order some actual Race with Ryan stickers. So. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Sunday's cup race. We we alluded a little bit uh, before we got into the, the recap of the rest of the weekend. Uh, Ryan Priest, who we're very familiar with at New Smyrna, qualified on pole, which was super awesome. Did you notice they didn't talk to him? They didn't interview him. What, during got, the stage? When he got pulled. Oh, they did. I didn't watch qualifying. No, was at the track. They didn't talk to him. No, I'm not, I, they I'll, talked to... Uh, everybody but him. They talked to Chase. Did you know Chase was coming back? <laughs> I think everybody... <laughs> did you Chase hear? Briscoe? Yeah, I heard no, he broke his uh, finger, though. Chase Elliott. Who's that? <laughs> I don't even know who that is. He's boring. He has no personality. Did you did you hear Denny Hamlin talk about he almost tweeted? He's like, come watch Chase Elliott race. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the ratings were up like a couple couple people this weekend because Chase came back. I can't remember the number. <coughs> um what is 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 it just his name? Is it, I mean, his, his dad used to be most popular driver back in the day, so I think it's just the I think it's the I family it's the lineage, junior, the junior, the junior motorsports Ern- connection, the Hendrick motorsports connection. It's kind of like the Earnhardt. You yeah. hear Earnhardt, look at Jeffrey yep. Earnhardt. You got Kelly Earnhardt. It, who was the, all the? He's got a, a name. Yeah, so you got the name. I, I think he's one of the most boring drivers out there right now. I love uh, his personality interviews. wise. I, I like Chase Elliott. <laughs> his interviews are terrible, but he doesn't have much of <laughs> a personality. Like, uh, it, I I agree uh, with what. Uh, DBC said the guys that have the personality they got neutered and now we don't have any guys with personality everybody just monotone like, uh, can't say what they want to say except was, Kyle Busch who I can't stand so. who was getting ready to do a podcast and he said no I'm not going to do one now Carson Osevar yeah yeah well he's a little bitch so yeah <laughs> you don't like him I take no it. I don't and I want to because he's been through a lot yeah he right reared two people last year he stopped on track to draw cautions last year then he broke his leg and he came back and got the pole with a broken leg at Sonoma. And I'm like, okay, this kid's got talent. I'm going to give him another chance. He's just got to drive, talent, and, and drive then are two things. He's been fine this year. He got the win at Texas. I was rooting for Nick Sanchez. But I'm like, oh, good for Carson. And then he pulls that bullshit at Martinsville. I'm like, no, fuck I this understand. Kid. I understand fuck tempers. Him. I mean, I got a temper. And I, if you watch my in-car, you could see me gripping the wheel. But I thought of the bigger picture because I'm going for well, Rookie of the Year. So You've tempered yourself a little yeah, bit. So that's good. And that's good. It's still early. It's one race. Anywho, back right, to yeah. back to Martinsville for this cup race. Let's, let's get through this damn Martinsville race because yeah. it – it sucked. It, was it that boring? Um, yeah. <laughs> we can't even um, talk about it. Yeah. So Ryan Priest leads the first 135 laps, wins his first ever stage, which is cool. I actually, I have an Excel. You think he's going to win it this year? No. <laughs> I have an Excel document on, on my computer yeah. where every week I update who wins the stages. And it was it's kind of fun to add a new name to the list, um, especially somebody that I've actually talked to before. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's kinda he's cool. a nice guy. He's a great guy. Yeah. And he's, he's one of those guys like, even though he didn't race in New Smyrna this year, I saw him. He's helping out Dave Sapienza, and I went up to him and said, I saw him do some laps. Yeah, he did some laps for yeah. Dave, yeah. Um, 
And I was just, I just walk up to him. I, I didn't talk to him long, but I walked up to him and said, Hey, Ryan, nice to see you. Good luck in Cup this year. And uh, I'm like, Wish you were racing here, but I get it. He's like, Yeah, yeah, I can't race this year, but just always glad to be over here. We love New Smyrna. So, anyway, um, and, and like I said earlier, I told my friend, I was like, It's great that Ryan's doing good now, but something stupid is going to happen. And then, like 20 minutes later, speeding penalty on pit road. Went back to 29th, and that was it. You didn't hear from him the rest of the day. I think he finished 15th, but it took him 100, I'm sorry, uh, 250 laps to work his way back up to 15th. That's what it felt like, me in the back of the bomber <laughs> to go 15 laps. It felt like it was forever because right. just to get seventh. <laughs> but yeah, getting stuck in the back of the field, it seemed like that was like, if you got marred up in the field, you were done. But then Joey Logano almost got lapped. Ross Chastain almost got lapped. Uh, Joey Truex Magano got lapped two laps down yeah. and still came back and got second and, and, and Bubba got lapped and finished ninth Bubba. if you played pit strategy right you got your track position back but if you didn't you were screwed and Ryan was never in a position he was always right there in the middle he was running in the middle of the field and in the middle of the cycle and never got a chance to cycle back to the front just with the way that those cautions fell so and I say like, oh, just wait, something will happen. Not because I wanted it to happen, just because I know how this goes. I've seen these underdogs, these Cinderella stories, these people that I've seen come up through the ranks that I've talked to during speed weeks and stuff. It's like Daniel Die. I really want the kid to succeed. He's a good kid, but he never has any freaking luck. So I just know something's going to happen. And that's how I felt about Ryan Priest. And that was just me being negative. And sure enough, it happened. So... Um, <clears throat> that was disappointing. And then Kevin Harvick won stage two. First win, first stage win since like 2020. I, I, that was surprising to me because he had such a good year in 2020 and then fell off the map. Uh, so we got a stage win. What do you think of the tire that came off and then sat in turn four for they two went laps? to commercial break and came back and the tire was still sitting there and they still had called a costume. It's unacceptable. And, yeah. and I'll tell you why I think that it's it stayed as long as it did. They were trying to get through the pit cycle. Yeah. But then they were like, oh, we got to do something. Think, and then it, it changed the race. Yeah. That was a race-altering thing. I think this tire <laughs> lug nut, one lug nut, has been more of a problem than it was to fix the problem of the cheating with the missing lug nuts and stuff. I think it's caused more of a problem. Do you want to know when it'll change? Somebody gets hurt. When tire. one of those tires gets hit and goes in the grandstands or flies onto pit road and takes somebody out. As soon as that happens, we'll get our five lug nuts back. I guarantee you. And that is... I hate to say it, but that's what's going to happen, because the the it doesn't it's like one every two or three races that a tire comes off. Thank God at Martinsville, like uh, you know, it just kind of came off, bounced along the wall, it was sitting there. But I mean, somebody does get out of the groove and hits that, it's going to go flying. It's going to do some damage. I mean, it could do some damage to a race car. It could hitting a, an object like that could jerk the wheel out of your hand, and break a guy's wrist, mm-hmm. um, go through your windshield, go through your windshield, and then. I mean, I'm telling you, one of these days, and thankfully a lot of times when the wheels come off, we're coming off a pit road or it's under yellow and we're going slow, slow enough to where like the tire's not in a huge pack of cars. It's not like we're going to be at Talladega next week and the guy running seconds tire is going to come flying off at 180 mile an hour and we're going to hit it. That'd be a pretty good sight to see, but I don't want it. If it happened on the backstretch and just went flying into nothing, maybe. But I'm telling you, one of these days... There's going to be a guy coming off of it to be during green flag pit stops at a mile and a half track. 
guy's coming out of the pits. Right front tire comes off because they didn't get the lug nuts on. And guy's just casually coming up the backstretch. Here comes the tire. Nowhere to go. He's going to kick that tire up into the grandstands, and we're going to have it, – it's going to be bad. Seen, and then, then we'll get our lug nuts back. Did you Do you remember the Indy car where it happened to the Indy car? Yeah. Hit the driver in the head and yep. uh, killed, killed him. him. Pocono. Yep. Um, yep. Can't remember the guy's name, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I remember and watching they that got one. one lug nut, and look what happened. I remember what was the <laughs> – who was racing the Indy race and lost a wheel recently and coming out of the pits. So mm. – Mm-hmm. Uh, what was Tony? To- no, what and Tony? Did you see Tony Stewart won? He won his won a uh, drag race. Yeah, he shit. won his drag race. Yeah, I, I heard about that on the podcast I listened to this week, but yeah. um, I don't follow drag racing at all. I think yeah, it's, I don't follow. Uh, it. it's boring, I, I, but... I'll watch it like if it's on TV and I see it, I'll watch it and I'm like, ooh, three seconds. <laughs> it's like. Uh, anyway, I'm not gonna go there. Anywho, um, but no, it, it it's a shame that. We had a tire come off and sit there. I, I remember the the podcast I did from uh, about Daytona last year where it was raining and we waited until all the cars wrecked to throw the yellow. NASCAR is supposed to have corner workers and spotters. Somebody saw that tire. From my view, it looked like the flagman should have seen the right. Should have seen the tire. If the turn one camera could see it, and the flagman, the thing about the flag stand is it he's over it the, juts out over the racetrack. Yeah. And they have two. They have one that like looks this way and one looks that it. way. So what is he not? It was, did it take? Are they short staffed too? Do they need to hire some people? If they do, <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm not in any position to travel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that that to me just seemed like poor officiating as usual, poor race control, and maybe they got a new guy too. It altered the well, maybe, but still. <clears throat> This is the professional levels versus the amateur levels. Um, I'm no amateur. You're a damn amateur. Uh, I like amateur. That's a cooler way to say it. But I just, I, I don't understand. Like, part of me thinks, oh, that we're trying to get through the pit cycle. And then there was so much pressure on them because everybody's screaming, caution, caution, we got to throw a caution, got to throw Because that's what I'm saying. I'm sitting there on the couch watching this at a friend's house. Throw the caution. What are we doing? There's a fucking tire. It felt like us ah. at Auburndale that one day. We're like, you, you. We're going to throw a caution. There's a guy sitting backwards. Oh, here comes the field. Now the caution. Yeah. But anyway, that that tire coming off changed the race. I mean, Kyle Larson really had no business winning that race until... Kyle Larson doing Kyle Larson things. Speaking of Kyle Larson, did you see what he's driving today? I know you don't really follow no. it. He's driving a, a oomp modified. First okay. Time. Yeah. Those, I, are, those are cool. I like I those modifieds. I bet he wins. Uh, where, where are they racing it at? Uh, I'm not sure it's on Dirt Vision, so... I'll, no, Dirt I'll, Vision, yeah. I don't have that. Dirt Vision. Dirt Vision, they got a good broad reach, but some of their broadcasts are pretty... Lackluster? No, I mean, no, it's just like, let's watch the sixth place guy and not the first place. Kind of like Fox. Kind of like Fox. All right, well, <laughs> say no more. No, I will not be subscribing. <laughs> so, yeah, that the caution comes out for the tire, and... I, I kind of figured at this point the race was going to go one of two ways. That was going to be it for the cautions, or we were going to see some Martinsville chaos. We did not. There was two cautions, right? Yeah, one for uh, Harrison Burton getting spun around, one for J.J. Yaley's brakes failing and hitting the wall, and then the tire, and then the stage cautions. Yeah. Um, but this set it up to where some pit strategy came into play. Uh, Joey Logano stayed out on tires and held on to the lead for that about was, 25 uh, laps. To, that seemed to be the story of the thing is – do I really need to pit? Yeah. 
And, and that's the thing. And, and honestly, I still don't know how Chase Briscoe didn't win the race because he was the first one with four tires and only could finish fifth. That's how hard it was to pass. Uh, Denny Hamlin said it, you know, I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but it's hard to pass. This yeah. is the new NASCAR. Yep. Um, Kyle Larson uh, had two races get away from him earlier where it looked like he had the race in control. Then we had pit stops and people were able to beat him. And at Richmond, he was the one that benefited from the late pit stops. Uh, Richmond now and Martinsville, he's benefited from the late pit stops and gets his second one of the year. And I, I, I don't feel... Like I did in 2020 when I would get all mad when Kyle Larson won. He's doing yeah, his you thing. Were, you were hating Kyle uh, yeah, Larson. I, and like, I was uh, like, who won? You're like, oh. Kyle fucking Larson. I, it's like I left my <laughs> friend's house and I'm like, well. The dude, he ain't a kid. The dude can drive. He's a good driver. No doubt about it. And that's what I said even in 2020. I'm like, guy's a good driver. I'm just sick of it. He can drive. No, he can't fit. No, he, he he's he driven New Smyrna before. He can't fit in my car. Oh, in your car? Drive. Yeah, he could. No. He could. Oh, he's too short. Yeah, and Rick, he's, Rick couldn't fit in my car. And Rick's not that short either, so. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I just, I, I don't feel like Kyle Larson is as dominant. I just feel like Hendrick Motorsports as a whole is good right now, so he's just going to take advantage. I'm going to call it. He's going to win the championship. Kyle Larson's your right pick? Right now. Okay, so we're nine, what are we, eight or nine races in? I Let's think see. he's we just. Are nine think, races in. I think he's going for it. All right. Well, that's your championship pick. My all right. Then I'll make my quarter mark champion. Yeah, we're quarter of the way. Um, my championship pick. Bubba Wallace. Fuck no. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my championship pick this year. I got it right Kyle with Bush. Uh, with with uh, Joey Bush. last year. Kyle Busch. No, no. He's had one good race this whole He's year. Win it. No. The Kyles, it's the Kyle team. Kyles, one Denny and Hamlin, two. Denny, Denny Hamlin, oh, the championship. Old Denny, old uh, Denny. That's my quarter mark pick. I'll change it halfway through. Uh, yeah, we probably will because <laughs> Kyle Larson's probably gonna flop now because I done. Well, I hope I, I hope you jinx Kyle and I hope I jinx Denny. So there we go. Nah, don't no, be, you know what? No, Denny no, 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 no. Oh, I'm taking. Um, oh. Can I take mine back? Yeah, Christopher Bell. That's Christopher my championship Bell, pick. Just going for a long shot. Going with Bell. You got Larson. I'm going Bell. Um, but anyways, Kyle Larson. Wins the race over Joey Logano. Martin Truex is third. Denny Hamlin fourth. Chase Briscoe had a good race. Let 109 you think Joey's hair is helping fit. him this year? Uh, definitely more aerodynamic. There's less resistance now. It's it probably did, keeping the helmet up where you can see a little right, bit Right, keeps the helmet up so there's more. Uh, <laughs> it's The spoiler's up. and It's like having the spoiler up in the air more. So the hair's definitely helping. And, and Joey's getting more action. Uh, so he's more, you know, he's more he's spry happy. when he's in the car. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, Let's see. Eric Almarola sixth. Brian Blaney seventh. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., another good run for him. Consistent. Yeah, he's doing great. He yeah. really is. It's nice to see that team doing well. Bubba Wallace ninth. And Chase Elliott, he was back. He finished 10th. <laughs> you were right. I thought you were kidding me because I didn't see the guy on TV all day. Yes, I did. Uh, but no, he finished 10th. I think everybody knew Chase Elliott was there. I, I could see him winning Talladega. He won at Talladega in October last year, so... If he wins, it's it's Paul. rigged. It's, it's rigged. rigged. It's, it's rigged. rigged. Paul. Bullshit. Uh, Paul, it's rigged. Uh, Paul, they, they gave uh, it to the Clousers, Paul. It, just, see if we can see. It. I'm going to find out if Paul actually listens this far into the podcast. Well, if he listens to the show, I'll hear from him. <laughs> anyway, we love you, Paul. We do. We do. We, I love Paul. He's just you got to thank me and Victor Elaine. Though I already, I'm going to gripe at you until I hear my name in the podium again. Some other notice, notable finishes: Ross Chastain, thirteenth. Ryan Priest, we mentioned him. Wall ride. If he would have got, if he could have wall ride, he would have been eighth. Definitely, for sure. 
Um, Christopher Bell, my championship pick, 16th after winning the race here last year. Um, Harvick was marred by Harvick. Well, winning. Harvick had the lug nut come yeah. off, yeah. and the tire broke and got lodged in the wheel well, so it didn't come off, so he didn't get a penalty. Mm. But Harvick, uh, my pick to win the race on the, the hot mic, which is going to cost me, he was 20th. Kyle Busch had a horrible day in 21st. Tyler Reddick, 22nd. William Byron, 23rd. I've noticed Noah's kind of not having a great... Noah Gregson is doing terrible. He finished 30th. He's been an is he afterthought a this, this year. year? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah. So he's not really living up to his hype. <laughs> well, his teammate Eric Jones is having the same kind of season. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just a, a so-so race here at Martinsville. Which Burton is that? Harrison? Harrison. Uh, yeah, he's... Does he got? Does he speak the same way as the Burtons? No, Harrison is Harrison is very normal. He's a good kid. I used to love Leave Harrison alone. I love their interviews. The old Ward Burton interview. Be like, I grew up on the southern end of the house. <laughs> so, as always, uh, before we take a break here and get into our last segment, I scored the race. What do you think it? Uh, what do you think I scored the race as this week? Uh, 6.3271. That's ultra specific. <laughs> ultra specific. <laughs> All right, so let's let's actually get you a number here. Uh, the racing, I gave it a two. That's not Martinsville racing, man. That's that yeah, wasn't that, that wasn't very good. What was it? How many lead changes? Uh, there was, I think there were 10 lead changes yeah. on the short um, track. That's a terrible it's not it's kind of in the middle uh with with the the scale i've got now um my my biggest thing is this was the worst ranked race last year like up until this point last year the season had been going pretty good then we got to martinsville and it sucked so it was like a huge drop off this year it's been just kind of meh um so yeah the racing i give a two excitement i give it a five i mean it wasn't terrible it wasn't as bad as last year you'd be way low with this score yeah so a two and a five the finish what do you think i gave the finish you know, i guess you can you, you nah, probably a three a one i Ooh, give it a one man like one. larson larson low. got the lead and there was no caution to bunch it up there was no man. he won by like four seconds it was boring at the end it sounds so. like a super late model race <laughs> right so the finish i give a one lead changes it got 10 which on the short track scale, 20 is a 10. So 10 is a 5. Yeah. Enjoyment. I I enjoyed watching the race. I kept just, like, I enjoyed watching was it unfold. It was unpredictable to a point, so I gave it a 5. Oh, man, and, you didn't uh, even hit a 6. No, man, the, the best score it got was a 5, 3.6 <laughs> for I a total. the average bad, didn't Yeah, so we're at a, uh, well, it doesn't hurt it too bad. It's 6.49 out of 10 mm. for the season, so... Um, definitely not the trend we want to see, but we, we've been talking well, about now it. now we're going to Talladega and... <sighs> Short, our Super Speedway package, though, is just... It's two by we're two. We're still going to be getting the big one. You think we're going to get the big one? Oh, yeah. Last year, Talladega was rather tame. It's going to be the big one. We're gonna, you think it's we're, we're due for a crazy race? Who's going to win? Ah, uh, Joey Logano. His hair is going to win it? Yeah. Like we talked about, man, it's got the downforce. I'm going to say Ricky Stenhouse. You going? Oh. I think he's going to win it. Stenhouse at the play tracks, huh? Yeah. All right. So I got Logano. You got Stenhouse. Yeah. Write it down. All right. Well, yeah. I'll listen to it next yeah. week. Uh, 
Uh, but you know what? I will write it down because I have a paper right here, yep. and I have a pen. Does the pen work? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> All right, so Kenny's got... Hey, it works. 47. Oh. I've got 22. K, R. We'll see how good we do. That's my initials, K-R. K-R. Kenny yeah. Roth. That's right. Yeah. If it if I did S-R, it'd be Skinny Roth, which are so also we, your initials. Yeah. NASCAR was... NASCAR, it needs to get back to racing, I believe, instead of worrying about, like, the car as much as they need to just understand we want horsepower back. If you want to shift, give the horsepower back. Let's when That way, when you do drop a gear, you're going to have 900 horsepower going. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh. Hey, let's let's get the horsepower back. Let them shift. We, and let's give get the gear the, ratios right. Give them the car that they have right now. Just put a bunch of horsepower. Then we'll really see if these guys... Let them rip. Let them I eat. thought racing, to me, NASCAR is supposed to be the highest form of racing. So these are supposed to be the best racers out there. Let's give them a car where they got to race it, not just going out there driving right. around. Right now, the second tier series has the car with the most horsepower. Yeah. How does that make sense? I I don't I don't get it. Like I get what they were trying to do to attract manufacturers, but if it ain't saving anybody, anybody money, we haven't gotten any and nobody's I coming. Do- Dodge isn't gonna come now because they can't make horsepower. Right. So let's let's let them get horsepower. Let's yeah. let them eat. Let's go. Yeah. If we only have two manufacturers, then let the two manufacturers go. Yeah. Let them go. Yeah. What, what what's gonna happen? What are we gonna go electric vehicle and if, it's coming. If NASCAR goes electric, oh, they're gonna be in big trouble. Joe Gibbs already d- developed the electric. You saw the pit where they were doing the pit stops with the electric. Uh, I, I, it's funny, and it's it's going to be stupid because what's the sound? Are we going to have fake sounds? <laughs> You're going to hear the crowd going. <laughs> it's like my one buddy. We, oh, I'm out of battery. When we we used to play uh, Gran Turismo or Forza or one of those games, and there's an electric car, and you take it down this one track that was just balls to the wall, and it sounds like you're in a roller coaster because it's just. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just get that hollow sound. Yeah, yeah, you're just going like this, and we're just going to see a bunch of cars going. And you're probably the one thing might be is we'll probably hear the drivers yelling at each other. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> what are you doing? Don't you hit my bumper again. <laughs> my battery's dead. Bubba, you're getting replaced. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, Talladega coming up. I feel like we're going to have a much better score next week. I think it'll be fun. Be watching on Sunday. I'm going to give it an eight. <laughs> you're going to give it an eight off the bat? All right. We'll hold um, you to it. Yeah. Now you watch. I'll, I'll, I'll forget that you say that. I'll go score the race. It'll be an eight. Everybody thinks yeah. it's rigged. Yeah, it's so. rigged. We know NASCAR. <laughs> Well, we're going to take a quick break here. Thank our sponsors. On the other side, we will have our updated NASCAR in Florida power rankings. We will have um, our fantasy segment around the state and much, much more to come. So stay with us. We want to take a moment here to thank our sponsors, including American Auto. Uh, big thank you to EJ Wilcox. I'm one of the first sponsors of this show. Um, if you need anything done, um, of course, you can see EJ at the racetrack. You can talk to him there. Um but uh, you, you can head to the shop and they will take care of anything you need. Tires, uh, auto repairs, they will get you taken care of. We also thank DeBerry Paint and Body for coming on board. Um, you know, if you get in a big wreck, American Auto can get you the parts you need. And then DeBerry Paint and Body, they can make sure that your car is looking good. So if you need anything painted or body work done, DeBerry Paint and Body, stop by there and they will take care of you there as well. 
also think 124 welding and fab of course that's ron alessandro i was hoping to see him out there with the 602 mods i'm pretty sure he, he will be out there soon uh does great metal work and welding so if you need anything like that done you can check out his etsy store as well and buy some of his metal workings and we thank ron for supporting the show also, we think SRQ taxes. It is tax season. If you still need your taxes done, which I know many of you do, um, get with Steve from SRQ taxes, Steve Darling, the announcer over at Auburndale. He will take care of you. He has been burning the midnight oil. And, um, you know, hey, something we all got to get done. Might as well um, get it done by one of our very own in the community here, SRQ taxes, the official tax partner of the Racing with Ryan podcast. I also thank Andy Morrison, been a huge supporter of racing in general. Now the quarter midget kids and this podcast. So Andy would never give up. We thank you, good sir. Always a pleasure to always a pleasure to see you at the racetrack. And uh, he's got a big race he's trying to get planned. So that should be pretty fun here later on down the road. So Andy, thank you for your support. Also, got to thank Ken Copley for coming back on board, sponsoring the EMOD segment of this show. And he'll be doing all the EMOD races going forward. So Ken, thank you very much for your support. And Doug Sammy coming back on board with Do All Lawn and Tree Service. If you need any tree service done, I'm telling you, hurricane season, it'll be here before you know it. We're probably going to have some storms. It might be a good idea to get the trees taken care of now so you don't have to get them taken off your property when they fall on your house. So get with Doug Sammy and Do All Lawn and Tree. He'll get you taken care of. And uh, again, thank you to all of our sponsors and our listeners as well. And now we'll get back to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Uh, since Kenny and I did so much uh, talking and rambling and uh, tangenting, um, he had to take off. So I'm going to go ahead and do the final segment here for you. Um, not too much other action going on, not as much as I thought. Auburndale Speedway was in action. So let's head on over there and take a look through their results as they had twin 50s, but kind of a different way. Uh, 50 for the trucks and 50 for the sportsmen. So let's go through the results here and see what happened. Again, I was not there. Speedway video was at New Smyrna. Um, so no footage of this. Uh, there's some hearsay about some things that happened. Briefly touch on that, but I don't have any of the specific details. So you'll have to bear with me there. Let's check in with the trucks. 50 lapper. Um, of course, it was our good buddy, TJ DeCare, who's just having a monster season continues to impress he took the win over brennan pletcher who was so dominant at new smyrna um i just want to point out brennan pletcher started 15th on the field guys and finished second tj to care finished or started fourth finished first so pretty good runs for both those guys i would say tj to care brennan pletcher probably top of the truck game right now uh morgan gwen car number seven or truck number 73 was third uh chase king who qualified well uh finished fourth fifth was daniel mclean Chris Rummel got his first truck win at Citrus County a couple weeks ago. He backs that up with a sixth-place run at Auburndale after starting 16th. Becca Monopoly started 13th finished in 7th. Our good buddy Jack Hall, finally a good showing for Jack. Uh, so many things have, you know, bit that team. And, and he got knocked around a little bit, as you typically do at Auburndale. Uh, but Jack survives and finishes a I think that's a, the best he's done at Auburndale in eighth. And it was a good field of trucks. There's like 18 trucks and he finished eighth. So very respectable run for our good friend, Jack, who's been on the show many, many times. Kendall Wheeler with a good run. Started 17th, finished ninth. Jeffrey White, uh, one of those perhaps involved in the big incident. So I guess we'll get into it. Now, I have not seen this. I have just heard this. 
Apparently, Jeffrey White and George Gorham got into it at the track, which resulted in a fight that broke out, resulting in Gorham's team. At this point, we'll just go ahead and say being DQ'd from everything for the night. Um, If you go through their results, George Gorham Jr. and Sr. were disqualified from everything that they were in. So um, I've heard rumors that it's an indefinite suspension, I've heard rumors that it's a ban, and it's an obvious DQ here in the results. So that's what we'll go with. Any other news um, uh, will leak out. I'm sure those of you closer to the situation, you probably have that information. Um, I reached out to a source to get information on it, and they did not respond. So um, that's where we're at with it. Jeffrey White rounding out the top 10, did finish the race. Uh, Carter Brown finished in 11th. Granger Pereira, 12th. 13th was JT Chastain in the 36th truck, the Chastain watermelon truck. And Tyler Boyn, uh, Taylor Boykin finishing 14th. A DNS for Nolan Mesa, CJ Dickerson, and then the DQs for George Gorham Jr. and George Gorham III. Not junior and senior, as I incorrectly spoke a minute ago. Carter Brown was the fast qualifier, by the way, followed by Jeffrey White, Char- uh, Chase King. TJ DeCare and Becca Monopoly, the top five qualifiers. The Treasure Mart's Bartow Pure Stocks now were in action. Um, we had eight of them, including George Gorham, who did not start. And the win went to Bobby Mobley, ahead of James Wright. So Bobby Mobley, James Wright, definitely kind of the class of the field in the Pure Stock division. Only eight cars, a bit of a surprise there. Normally they pull 12 to 15, so a little bit down on car count for the Pure Stocks. So um, that's, that's tough to see, but it is what it is. Um, Bobby Mobley, James Wright, Brandon Love, James Simpson, and Dale Tillery, the top five for the Pure Stocks. Sportsman, 50-lap feature, none other than Brandon Morris getting the victory. He was the fast qualifier as well, by the way. Brandon Morris wins the race over Adam Briggs and Tim Sozio. Those two started, or those three started third, first, second, respectively. So not a lot of passing in this one. Brandon Morris, the king of Auburndale, continues to dominate their uh, Adam Briggs, another good run. Tim Sozio continues to impress this year. Sean Harper, fourth and fifth for James Seawright. Brandon Strevels, Jeff Gilbo, Steve Barnes with the top 10. Richard Land, Chase Lovelady rounding out your top 10. And then it was Bobby Mobley and Matt Monterey in the Webster number one car. I uh, haven't heard Matt's name behind the wheel of a race car in a long time, so good to see. I've seen him run prolates over at Smyrna a couple times. Uh, as I mentioned, Brandon Morris, the fast qualifier. Let's see what else was in action. SRQ Taxes, one of our big sponsors here on the podcast, also the big sponsor for the mini stock division, which was won once again by Mike Ingol. Having a great season, driver out of Lakeland there. Jason Simons finished second, Jay Roberts third, Bray Ganey fourth, Bray back down into the uh, into the mini stocks. Tony Davidson running out the top five, Greg Valdez, Eddie Davis, Zachary Dees, William Kearns, and Toby Ganey, the top ten. A field of 15, 16, 18. 18 showed up. Uh, Mike Duncan, Wayne Duvernant, Ray Healy, Roy Healy, I'm sorry, did not start. TJ Cruz, George Gorham Jr., and Bill Witherington. Some big names disqualified for on-track actions. Uh, the Compassion Animal Hospital, Crown Vicks, with another stout field of cars. Uh, 20 showed up, 19 started. That's fantastic. Love to see it. Always a wild division to close out the night there. And this one was won by Chris Rummel. Sean Osteen finished second. Jimmy McLeod third. Fourth to Mike Wilson. And Jesse Veltman making an appearance, rounding out the top five. Jonathan Wallace, Jason Stifle, Cole Bristol, Roger Blevins, and Roger Sargent. Your top ten. Of course, you can go to my race pass. Uh, search 
Armandale Speedway if you want the full results. But that is a quick look through of the other track that we follow in our area. Um, no Citrus County, no Showtime. Uh, Volusia was actually in action. And I'm going to see if I can pop over there real quick and um, see if I got the results for the Gladiator race because a lot of names that we are familiar with here on this show uh, went over there to run Gladiators in the dirt as they had Gladiators back for the first time in a while. So let me see if I can find that here. I've, it's been a minute since I popped over to the website. So let's see, March, February. So we're going down. Let's go back up. Saturday, April 15th. Here we go. Let me check. A, take a look here at the recap, see if we got results. Do, 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 do. That's, um, that's not what we're looking for. It just says race recap with, oh, results. Let's see. Yes, we do have results. So that is that is good. That is good. Can I find the gladiators? Can I find the gladiators? I know this is real good content. Gladiators, the great unknown. I'm just going to go ahead and read this from the Volusia Speedway website here. Gladiators, the great unknown. For the first time in two years, the gladiators make their return to Saturday's opening race at Volusia Speedway Park. So this actually sounds like a preview and not results like what I clicked on. So... I'm not sure if we're going to be able to find those results or not. So that's a little bit uh, uh, that's a little bit disappointing that I don't see results here for... Let me see if maybe they have points. I don't know that they gave these guys points or not. No, nah, no points, no results. So um, it's a shame when it's the middle of the week and you're not able to find results on the website. I, You know... Listen, I didn't get New Smarters up till Monday, so I've been guilty of slacking off too. Um, I mean, obviously I have my hands full these days, and most of you understand that. But, um, yeah, it's it's a shame that I can't go to Volusia's website and pull up results from the Gladiator race. But uh, I know CJ Creech was over there, Dustin Higdon, Brandon Gaither, just to name a few. Hopefully they had good runs. I wish I had some information for you guys, but I don't. And that's uh, uh, that's unfortunate. Really would have thought, uh, man, yeah, really would have thought they'd have some stuff up there. But they don't, and it is what it is. So we will move on. Let's um, let's go to our updated power rankings, and we'll start with our updated Florida power rankings. Remember, I took a week off from Florida power rankings uh, last week because I wasn't really engaged in what was going on being out of town. But I do have some updates here. Not a whole lot of movement, but there's some movement nonetheless. Um, back in... 12th, I have Rich Clouser, a very strong run for Rich at New Smyrna. He followed his son Blake to victory lane. So Blake won the race. Rich was second, and Blake is going to move up to 11. So Blake, Blake Clouser making his first appearance on the power rankings here on the Racing with Ryan podcast after his win. He is 11th. In 10th, we have Jeffrey White, who's been running E-Mods, Prolates, and Trucks. For the most part, over at Auburndale, they've kind of migrated over that way and run well. And um, he's the EMOD to beat over there. He had a fast truck and didn't get the results he was looking for, but he remains in the 10th position on our power rankings here for Florida. Dustin Higdon, bomber slash gladiator driver. He remains in the ninth position. Brad May is still hanging around in eighth. Tim Sozio jumping up a couple of spots here to the seventh position with a good runner-up finish at, uh, or a good third-place finish, I'm sorry, at Auburndale in the 50-lapper this week. And Steve Gill off his big win over there in Alabama uh, he rides in the sixth position here on a power ranking. Sean Bass, uh, the dominating driver of the New Smarter Six Pack Series for the Mod Minis, uh, he is still fifth 
on our standings. Probably could be first if you race a little bit more. Daniel Webster hanging on to fourth, sportsman and late model driver. With the big truck win this past weekend, TJ DeCare will move up to the third position. Brandon Morris, sportsman winner and all-around uh, dominator over at the Auburndale Speedway, remains in second. And Cody Stickler, uh, late model slash modified driver, still hanging on to the top spot. And we'll see where Cody's going to be this week. And he has options. Could come to New Smyrna. Um, I, I did talk to him about, you know, the, the six-pack series a little bit. So he's, I know there's some interest. Don't know if, if the pay grade is what they're looking for. Um, but he has that option. I believe Rex would give him the keys to the 42 uh, Super Late over there at Auburndale if he chooses to go over there. Uh, there may be something else that he chooses to do. We'll see. Um, we'll see how that affects the ratings going forward. But right now, Cody Stickler is still on top here in the Florida Power Rankings. Let's take a look at our NASCAR rankings. Um, man, I'm, I'm telling you, tough, tough to do these NASCAR rankings here this week. Um, a lot of movement, and there has been a lot of movement. I, I move these cars around a lot because I think about the past race and then the upcoming race when I make my decisions. So that's kind of what factors in. Uh, those of you that have been listening for a long time, you know that, but um, we'll start at 15th. Brad Keselowski, not ranked a week ago, moves into 15th position. The reason I put Brad on here, uh, I dropped Ty Gibbs out, by the way, um, but the reason I put Brad in here is he ran so well at Daytona, almost won at Atlanta. I just feel like he is going to be strong. He'll be a factor at Talladega. Will he win this race? I feel like he's got a pretty good chance. I, I feel like he's one of the 10 guys that... Would, would definitely not surprise me to go to victory lane, but Talladega is so unpredictable. So Brad will be 15th. Uh, dropping two spots from 12th to 14th this weekend is Alex Bowman. Decent run at Martinsville, but man, just fell off the uh, second third of the, or the last third of the race. He just, he was so fast at the beginning, fell off at the end. Uh, he has slipped now down to 14th in the rankings. Tyler Reddick with a huge tumble here. I don't know what to do with him, man. One week, I feel good about him. I move him up the ratings, and the next week he tumbles. Uh, Tyler Reddick going down to 13th. I just disappointing run at Martinsville, and I don't like his chances at Talladega. Wrecked out at Daytona, non-factor in Atlanta. Um, hopefully he proves me wrong here, but he drops to 13th. I, I just, everybody else ahead of him, I just feel better about right now. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Ryan Blaney going to move up three spots. Decent run at Martinsville. An okay finish for him. Um, where did he come home again? Let me go back and check here. Ryan Blaney was seventh, I believe. Yes. So a seventh place finish in Talladega, one of his best racetracks, arguably. So um, definitely like Ryan Blaney here this weekend. Ricky Stenhouse going to move up three spots. Was 14th a week ago. He moves up to 11th. Winner of the Daytona 500 and just continues to knock off top 10 finishes. I mean, just a great run. Use some strategy, but... A, a top five at Bristol, now a top 10 at Martinsville on a little bit of a hot streak going into Talladega track where he has a career best finish to second. So I really like Stenhouse this week. Chase Briscoe moving up one spot to the top 10. Another good run for Chase. Another coulda, shoulda, woulda race. Uh, took four tires late. Thought maybe he'd drive up through the field a little bit better than he did. Fifth place, I mean, that's pretty good. He, he's been a little bit off this year. Stuart Haas had a good showing, and it was Chase Briscoe and Eric Almirola carrying the torch for Stuart Haas this week. So Chase Briscoe is going to move up into the top 10 for now. Martin Truex remains in ninth after a solid third-place run. Talladega, he's never won a restricted plate race or a you know drafting a track race, so 
Maybe he gets that done this weekend. Kyle Busch remains in eighth. Dismal, dismal night. 21st, never a factor. Uh, on the lead lap, though, but just never a factor at Martinsville. Uh, ever since California, Kyle Busch just really hasn't been the dominant force. He, he almost won the first two races of the year, and now he's kind of... He, you can't forget about Kyle Busch. You really can't. You can't really just act like he's not going to do well at some point this season. But right now, he really hasn't shown up the last five, six weeks. So he remains in eighth just because he's always dangerous. Denny Hamlin moving up a few spots from 13th here to 7th. So that's up six. Hamlin, great at Talladega. Uh, good run at Martinsville. Led some laps, uh, but didn't get the victory. Still looking for his first win of the year. Has won at Dega before. Uh, Three-time Daytona 500 winner. I like his chances here this weekend. Kevin Harvick drops two. If it wasn't for the loose wheel, wheel, he'd probably still be up in the top five. But Harvick will be sixth. Uh, he's had success at Talladega before. Um, he's driving a Ford. I like the Fords at these drafting tracks. So could be a, a weekend of redemption for Kevin, but he does drop two spots. Also dropping two spots this week is William Byron. Bad run at Martinsville. Winning this race uh, a year ago, finishing 23rd in a non-factor. So that knocks him down. And uh, Daytona, Talladega, Atlanta, those kind of tracks for William are hit or miss. So we shall see. Ross Chastain going to jump up one spot to fourth. Um, 13th, middle of the pack kind of run, but he had a middle of the pack kind of car and finished just, uh, in the middle. So led some laps, used some strategy, didn't get the result he was really looking for. But winner of Talladega a year ago, first time they raced there with this car. So I uh, used that little bit of information to move him up a spot. Um, into the top three now. Christopher Bell dropping two spots with a kind of disappointing run of 16th. Christ Man, the two winners of Martinsville a year ago, Christopher Bell 16th and William Byron 23rd. Just shows you how unpredictable NASCAR racing can be. Um, so bad run for Christopher Bell, but still a great season. So he drops two spots to third. Moving up uh, five spots to second, Joey Logano uh, somehow, some way finished second at Martinsville. They were dog meat early. Used pit strategy, played that perfectly, and got a runner-up finish. Going to the next restrictor plate race or drafting track race, um, second at Daytona, winner at Atlanta. You cannot pass up Joey Logano this week, so he moves up to second in the rankings. Then Kyle Larson bounces back after a poor performance on the dirt to win it at Martinsville, um, kind of stealing another win. that He's had two getaway, and he's kind of stolen two with late pit road moves, and uh, that's going to put Larson up to P1 going into Talladega. I don't like Larson's chances at Dega that much. He's never really had success there, but, you know, as soon as you say that is when the driver breaks out and gets their first win at a track like this. So don't don't sleep on Kyle Larson this week, but he moves up to number one on the rankings, and that's where we are with our power rankings. So that gives us um, one last little thing to do is we're going to check in on our Racing with Ryan podcast fantasy league. So see how everybody did this past week. I know I did pretty poorly. So let's go ahead and check the results. Let's look at results from Martinsville. Then we'll do the overall. Congratulations. John Gross did not have a good day on the high banks to do Smyrna, but had a good day in the paperclip, uh, winning uh, convincingly by almost 40 points. He won by 37 points this week. John Gross, our league winner, over eight ball racing with 180, Richard Richie Petty Jr. with 180, Big Temp and Motorsports with 180, and King Penguin rounding out the top five of 176. So John Gross blew us all away this week. Uh, Steve Darling finished sixth. Darn it, I'm losing points to Steve. Staffordshire Motorsports seventh. Bob's Fords I finished ninth. So not the 
not the night I was looking for. I lost another 15 or so points to Steve. Uh, Hulk smash, uh, 1188 rounding out the top 10 pit penguin with a tough performance in 11th Hunter young or winner a couple weeks ago. Um, 125 points. So man, um, Let's see how that uh, shakes things up. I think Steve Darling still has the overall lead, but let's take a look. He does. And John Gross has moved up to second with a huge performance this week. John Gross into second in points. Steve Darling leading with uh, 1,723. John Gross second with 1,697. That is just a 26-point different. And I am sitting at 1,650. So I am 73 points behind Steve in third. Got some work to do. Staffordshire Motorsports sitting fifth with uh, 1,641. Uh, Bob's Fords, as Bob say, uh, 1,595. The Pit Penguins, six, 1,539. Then it's Big Temp and Motorsports. Richard, Richie Petty Jr., Hunter Young Racing, and eight ball racing rounding out the top 10. And uh, about 300 points separating the top 10. So still anybody's game. Keep it up, guys. Keep working. And um, we'll see if we can catch Steve, who's had a really good fantasy season. So, that is our quick fantasy update. Let me give you some fantasy picks here for Talladega, and then we'll let you go. I know uh, me and Skinny had a lot to talk about in the first couple segments of the show, so we'll make this part quick. There wasn't a whole lot of other racing going on. Um, fantasy 5 here. Again, these picks are not necessarily my team, so I know that Steve isn't listening to my picks and, and picking uh, the same team as me because, well, he's kicking our asses. So, um Drivers that I really feel like, and, and I feel like you can take some chances this week with it being Talladega. I mean, Cody Witt, well, he he's ugh, he, he's suspended. But um, guys like Cody Ware can sneak up into the top 10 in events like these if things get crazy, is my point. Um, Got to have Ryan Blaney. Really feel Ryan Blaney's going to have a, a good day, could finally break that win streak. Uh, we talked about Brad Keselowski, um, another driver. <coughs> Excuse me. Another driver I really feel like um, could break through and, and bust into the playoffs. I like his teammate this week. Um, I, I really like Chris Busher, so I think you should think about putting him in your starting lineup or betting on him or however you do your fantasy. Uh, Joey Logano, another driver that I really think you should consider here this week. Um, I just, man, he's second at Daytona, winner at Atlanta. You know he's going to be in the mix and could definitely win this and get a second one of the year. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., winner of the Daytona 500. He's been having some good runs. That team is decent this year, so I think this would be a good week to play him. And for a wild card, Michael McDowell. You know, having a good season, racking out a few top tens here and there. You could consider really all of front row motorsports. Todd Gillen's had some good runs. Zane Smith is in the race this week for front row. So really, I mean, it could be could be any of those guys in your wild card spot. But I would go with McDowell, proven winner at Daytona. Uh, always seems to run well at the restrictor play tra uh, track. So I, I honestly believe taking a chance on some guys, especially if you're in the NASCAR fantasy where you can only use uh, guys 10 times before the playoffs, this might be a week to kind of gamble on some guys. So maybe you'll just kind of rush and roulette wheel your, your way through. But those are five guys that I feel pretty good about, plus a wild card that could easily – rotate out for any of those guys that I mentioned. And, you know, there, there's other guys too. I mean, Eric Jones almost won this race last year. Noah Gregson could break through, uh, any of the Penske cars, really any Ford, really, uh, Eric Almarola, even that's just some of the tips that I could give you here 
for this week going into Talladega. Um, looking forward to it. I always like Talladega. Um, it's had good races and bad races. It's had good packages and bad packages. Um, uh, this is not nearly as bad as, say, 2018 when the car, when the rear end of the car was, it looked like a dog scooting its butt. Um, it, it's just, it's not going to be three wide. It's going to be side by side. And uh, we'll just have to see what kind of trouble breaks out and who gets collected uh, if there is trouble. Last year's races only had minor incidents, really. If you go back and watch highlights and stuff to prepare, you, you'll see. Uh, just minor incidents, and it was like one or two wrecks, and that was it. So, who knows? We've seen some. I, I think the racing with this package has been crazier at Daytona than it has been at Talladega, and maybe that narrative will change this weekend. We will wait and see. So, as always, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, if you listen to this third segment, you are a true fan of the show, and I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I like to try to give as much information as possible, even though I do not know everything. So. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, You know what? We're going to do something a little bit fun and see if anybody actually listens to this part of the show. If you've gotten to this point, I want you to send me. You can either text me if you have my phone number. It's easy to find. You can message me. You can message us here on the Racing with Ryan podcast uh, Facebook page. I got $100. That's right, $100 from the Racing with Ryan podcast. If you can correctly guess the top five from Talladega, in any order, and that's right, I'll say any order. Give me five drivers. If they all finish in the top five, um, just give me five drivers. You know, like I said, you don't even have to put them in order. Correctly predict the top five for Talladega. If you can do that, I will give you $100 courtesy of the podcast and our great sponsors here at the Racing with Ryan podcast. So thank you all so very much for listening. Send me your top five picks. We'll see if uh, we get any lucky winners. And with that said, uh, a lot of great stuff coming up this week. A lot of tracks in action. Um, Citrus is racing. Auburndale is racing. Um, Showtime is racing. New Smyrna is racing. And then some. Plus, we have Talladega to talk about. So, big show coming at you next week. Appreciate Kenny stopping by earlier today for the first two segments. We will hear from him again next week. And we will talk to you next week. So, thank you all for listening. Have a great night, evening, whatever it is when you're listening to this. And we'll talk to you later. Goodbye, everyone.